Hey y'all, this is Lee from the Magic Our Way Podcast, and you're listening to the BS Podcast Network. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Luke Home Cinema Podcast. My name is Austin. I'm joined with Chris. And I'm George Carmona. No, you're Crocodile Cubano. No, no. <laughs> I was sick and tired of the way I was saying my name after listening back to all these podcasts that I was like, let me just kick it back to what I used to do in high school. Broadcast voice, first last name, and on a high inflection. So I did that. Strong. S- strong. Workday. So how's your guys' this week been? I got a good one when we get to me, but. Let's hear how your guys' weeks have been. All right, bros. So th- I'm just going to tell you a story that, that, that was a highlight part of my week that I remember, okay? So here I was, big chilling, working at Arby's, okay? It was before we opened, we were prepping up some, like, meats and stuff. And they're like, all right, Chris, today you're going to prep the, the pizza sliders, the meat portions, okay? And all it is, it's, it's three pepperonis, a half slice of Swiss, and then a... Three salamis, okay? Three salamanders, white salamanders. Sounds super simple. <laughs> okay. And, and, you know, first, you know, you know, I'm, I'm taking out of the stack, okay? And, you, you know, you know, like you buy it in the supermarkets, like a stack pepperoni, you got to peel off the right number. Like a like deck of cards almost. It's funny you say that. Exactly like a deck of cards, <laughs> George. Okay. So, I, and, and at first, like, I'm slow. I'm having to go, ugh. And like, you know, do it all like that. But then, but then I get better. Okay. I'm like four of these like little stacks in and, uh, you know, I'm like just dancing, kind of like almost dancing to myself, stacking this stuff, thinking woke up this morning. <laughs> I knew it was coming. I got some gabagoo. Gabagoo. And my coworkers, no, re- if they looked at me and glanced at me, they had no, no, no clue why I was just sitting there and going, <laughs> woke up making, this morning. You're making the best of your work situation. I can't be mad at you for that, Chris. Exactly. Okay. And yeah, that's what you got to do sometimes. It's like, right. bro. You know, it's, it's that or you jump off a bridge or, or however you cope. <laughs> okay. However you cope. No judgment. All right. So, you know, and it was ironic. So I literally woke up that morning and got some gabagoo. It was, bro, very. <laughs> some gabagoo. That comes full circle. Exactly. Okay. That's full circle. And so, you know, I'm sitting here and I'm getting better at it and I'm soon enough i'm peeling off like the perfect amount of gabagoo with each like swipe of the hand i'm sh- i'm like shuffling these fucking gabagoos like decks of cards at a blackjack table bro <laughs> bro he was like i am the house i always win <laughs> i was a gabaguru at that point <laughs> oh my god <laughs> that's the new all right i was gonna wait for that but we have new merch out that's gonna be i'm gonna make that after this i'm the, the gabaguru please get a picture of you gabagooing at at work Okay, I feel week. like I feel like we could just take a picture of him here. You have deli slices, right? <laughs> it's got to be pepperoni. It's got to be gabagoo. It has to be cured meats. Okay? It has to be cured meats. Yes. And uh, so I'm doing it. You know, I'm a gabagoo now because I'm hella good at it. And because uh, you know, bro, when Big Tone orders a sandwich, Big Tone, you know, he's gonna want a skippy. Oh, Big Big Tone. The, 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 you know, all the guys in the business, they tell you this. Big Tone doesn't come himself. He sends his boy down, okay? You know, if the sandwich is made wrong, then, you know, they say, ah, my, my, you know, 
my go for it. He messed up the order. But if it's late, you don't make a skippy. Big Tone has a problem with you, and you're liable to get whacked at that point, okay? This is the world of Arby's I did not know of. <laughs> you, you get into any facet of any Italian food, and it's only like that one sandwich at Arby's, but that means we're in the game, okay? I feel like you shouldn't be we have the meat, is we have the gabagoo. They need That'd be awesome, yeah. Somebody, right? Whoever is like in charge of marketing for these big time corporations, they just got to watch like TikTok for an hour and just be like, oh my God. Why, why don't we become the Gabagoo? They're going to watch the TikTok where it's just a bunch of people dancing. Oh my God, that's so fun. What if we did that? The Grubhub commercial. Oh my God. Oh my. That piece of garbage. Instead no. of watching like us where like a dude drives off a cliff in like a go kart and he's just like, ah, I did it. Bro. Like, like we said, no judging on how you cope. Yeah. If you yeah, cope. Oh, yeah. Going back. Absolutely. You know, that is hilarious, though. I'm, I'm glad that, uh, you're able to to deal that fast. I, I you were in kind of a flow state. Some could say when you were you were slaying and prepping those those meats. Now, on average, because I I like all the sliders from Arby's. Um, how often is that one ordered? Because I never have once even considered ordering the pizza slider. And is it good? Have you had it? All right, not not very often actually. The Italian stuff doesn't go out too often, so I'll tell you that you know. You know, but when Big, I like you know, how he has like an Italian like you got to like rhythm to his voice now. Well, it's it's part of the business, okay? Because when big when Big Tone's order shows up, he's gonna want a skippy. He's gonna say light on the garlic aioli, okay? <laughs> I would like to think that as soon as like the order comes up and it's like eight pizza sliders, everyone's like VIP order. We got make it skippy, but make like, it skippy. But like they know Christian does it right, so like they'll come get him off the register and they'll be like, hey, I was ordering it. Hey. Big Tone's order just came through. Christian, how long have you been working at Arby's now? Like two weeks. And you're already in the Gabagoo mob? Yeah, dude. Hey, bro, I'm making, I'm making jokes at work now. You know what I mean? Like people are like, hey, Christian's a funny guy, bro. That's awesome. Have you told them to listen to the podcast yet? No. Oh, dude, come on. What is the point of you're not going to hustle your coworkers. I, it's, everybody thinks I'm funny, but nobody's my friend yet. That's all I can say. <laughs> mm. You don't need friends. Takes, you need views. It's week two. It's week two. But now, you don't need friends. You need views. Yeah, but if you, if you come off too early, like, oh, hey, I'm the podcast guy, then that's your label. So, like, okay. we want Chris to get in. Everyone be As like, funny hey, guy. that dude's fucking hilarious. And then just be like, hey, you know, you like me. You can get me in a long forum. To talk about, like, yeah, how to be labeled at work. I remember... um. One of my coworkers, Christian, has interacted with this coworker before. I remember I was like, man, I feel like these people that are like at the same position level as me are like, I don't think they like me. He goes, dude, why are you going to listen to broke people? I was like, you're right. That's not winning, bro. Why am I going to listen? Like, I'm broke. I know they broke. Why am I going to listen to broke people? He's like, you're going to let broke people determine what you, how you feel? I was like, dude, that's a 5,000 IQ play right there. What the? F <laughs> Definitely, for sure. That's. And I can kind of lead into what happened to me this week, because earlier on this week, I felt not that I felt poor, but I felt like that analogy kind of played into the sense. I didn't sense. feel poor. I am poor. I, I didn't. I, okay. 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 All right. Let me just let me start with this. Right. I felt average AF earlier this week. And I think physically or like uh, all around, oh, like okay. mentally, like human being wise, like I wasn't uh, and I'm pretty usually pretty good about being like, hey, George, you know. You know, life isn't so bad. The sky's blue outside. You got some gabagoo in the fridge. You're it? breathing. You know, you're on spring break. But I don't know yeah. what hit me, bro. It hit me like a ton of bricks. And I was like, 
I'm nothing but average. And I just am a machine working in this like robotic simulation. And I was the rat race. I don't, I hate saying depressed. I was sad. There can only be one of us here. All right. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. <laughs> Austin has depression. I have sadness. And then Chris is like you said, Chris is nothing against who, how you go. <laughs> Chris, we can't even begin to delve into the, into that mindset. Oh, that reminds me. Hold on. There was a disclaimer about the whole fucking bit about my Gabagoo story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I understand it may, it may seem a little bit offensive to me. Might be offensive to Italian Americans. However, I'm a smart guy. Okay. I've done the cultural research. And if you're white, you're allowed to make fun of any European denomination that's not Jewish. Okay. And you, you get off. There's no racism in it. I've done. I've been on the image boards. I've looked at the statistic. That's the rule, bro. Give me the e word pass, please, bro. E. What's the e word? European. Oh, yeah. Because now, because nowadays, dude, if it's against whites, it's not racist. You mean a euro peon? <laughs> I hired the that's, euro to pee on me. That's what they're into. Okay. So what was? Oh, so that was your disclaimer that you, you it's okay because you you're white and yeah. they're European. Okay. Yep. There you go. We're all. We are. Uh, I'm covering my bases. Uh, we're diverse here on this show. I would, I right? We're yeah. pretty diverse. Super diverse. Super diverse. Three white guys. <laughs> well, Listen, you're okay. I'm Cuban. I'm like half Hispanic. I don't speak Spanish, but I'm half. And then Christians, Christian. Yeah, there's like some Russians in my lineage, <laughs> and also Germans. It's like it's it's the typical white guy meme. Oh, I'm I'm four percent Irish, and eight, imagine eight, if Stalin and Hitler had some offspring. Boom. Christian, <laughs> that'd be crazy. That's just a, that's, a like a little that's more kind of st- fucked up. Well, he took the funny aspects on both of them because I'm sure they were like, okay, let's be. People, let's, people don't know, but Hitler was an avid stand-up comedian. What? You're acting like these people never told a joke. Like, can you imagine? Like, <laughs> I don't know. What? YouTube would like their jokes. <laughs> no, no, like nobody should like their jokes. They're horrible people. But Christians, but, you know, do you think people would just laugh out of fear? Probably. Is yeah. it funny? I don't know, man. Just, just laugh. I don't end up. It's like when Darth Vader walks by. You gotta, you gotta say, yeah, oh, the dark side, bro. That shit's, that shit's so cash. Oh, uh, good joke, boss. <laughs> exactly, bro. I love being in the Empire, bro. It's exactly like that. Um, they give me benefits. Speaking of comedians, uh, oh, this- well, yeah. So go back to how you were feeling, average though. We gotta ah, finish that story out, yeah, and then you sorry. can get to your. Uh, no, 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 no. That's fine. I don't like talking about being average anymore no more he sounds like brucey that's not winning baby no i well because i just hate it bro like it's i sadness not something that computes in george's head so when it happens it's like uh in one division when vision eats a piece of gum and his gears get all clogged up and he is like slowed down and it's like he's not operating at a hundo percento you know and that's the exact same way the exact same way i felt um, but I'm over that. I kind of, you know, I cried, talked to Cameron, moving forward. We're hey, rolling on. I'm glad for it, buddy. We had a positive day today. So you got to, okay, so I know what you're going to go into. You you alluded to it in last week's episode because you left a couple hours after. Yeah, I didn't leave a couple hours after. We left in the morning. Okay. You left like 12-ish um, hours after we were done. Yeah. So we went to California, Cameron and I, and we went to Los Angeles to go to a comedy show called laugh on grass if you guys are in the venice beach area they are doing these i think once a month and it's a a great little 
comedy setup where they're doing it and this one at this one place called the pod share where i guess listen to how liberal this is uh it is a place in which artists of all forms from around the world come and live and there was some pretty fucking unique looking people coming out of this place i mean i'm talking you get to i saw pretty much every gender including non-binary possibly dolphin person like i don't know you get the (laughs) You think about the most wildest shit, All I can right? Think about, think about is, is South Park when Kyle's dad gets turned into a dolphin. Bro, there's nobody in there that even just glimpses on the right side of politics. Like they don't even. It's California. That's what people. So expect. Christian, and I would walk in there and they'd be like, "You need to fucking leave." No, 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 no. Of course not. Of course not. Because, because you know, like that's not the way that they would go about that. You know what I mean? They would have Very a conversation where they, they say a lot of big words, but they actually didn't say anything. They would probably talk behind your back, and we'll leave it at that. Well, that's but okay, anyway. because I make money. <laughs> Great place. <laughs> laugh on grass. Great comedy show. They were joint, throwing out joints the entire time. For free, right? For free. Uh, it Because they had it sponsored by a local like dispensary. dispensary. Oh, okay. And yeah, it was, it was phenomenal. Got to see a whole bunch of cool people. Uh, top people that I got to see, though, were Neil Brennan. And Craig Robinson, and you got to talk. You got to talk about that because you sent us pictures, and we were so, like, "What?" Yeah, very few times in my life I'm ever like starstruck. And at the end of this show, which we thought was the end of the show, he wasn't on the lineup at all. The host comes out and is like, "And we got a little surprise guest for you guys." And I was like, kind of curious as to why there's always been a piano on stage. Nobody had played the piano yet. So when she said, "I have a special guest," I was like. I don't know. My my brain started clicking and I was like, oh my gosh, if Craig Robinson plays the piano right now, I'm going <laughs> to lose my John mind. walks out. She's just like, wait, what? Bro, I'll be like, what? This is out of left field. Um, But no, she's like, and so we were going to have Craig Robinson come up here and perform for you guys. And I literally turned around and he was probably 10 feet away from me. He was just sitting there. And I like was- Like the whole time? Not the whole time. Because I had went to the bathroom about like 20 oh, minutes before. Okay, but, he, but he had ass. snuck in and you just weren't aware. Did not see. Because he was in an all black outfit with a black bandana. But as soon as she said his, his name, like everyone, you know, everybody in the goddamn place. It's like all 70 of us were like, what the hell? Like freaking out. And uh, all he did, right? He didn't tell that many jokes. But all he did was just plugged in his piano. Uh, started playing like little catchy tunes or like he'll play a song like uh, Staying Alive. You know, like at first I was afraid, I was petrified and he would sing like maybe the first four lines and then he would just look at us and then be like, y'all motherfuckers singing. And then he would keep playing it and then it got to the point where we're all standing up singing these songs and I'll never forget that ever in my life. Like it was such a fun free environment Sadly got cut short though, because like I said, this isn't a, this is like right around like houses and stuff. We're in like this, the backyard of this liberal artsy fartsy, you know, little pod share. So they had neighbors coming complaining about the goddamn noise, bro. So Craig Robinson could have probably went for like another 30 minutes, but I think they had to cut him short because they're getting complaints and you know, California complaints especially around COVID times, you're throwing an underground show because the location wasn't released till the day of. Right. Well, I know here you can have groups up to a hundred people, which I'm surprised. Well, I know there's some shows that are already being, and I'm like, I was telling George, I was like, this is the best time to be a local band for exposure because people are just going to show up. Yeah. They're just going to be like, I don't care who bluegrass show. Yeah. I'm a metalhead. Let's go, (laughs) bro. Like that's, that's the same vibe. 
there was a lot of people at the show though that uh were locals and kind of like knew some of the comedians so like it, it was it was weird being in that crowd because we're like visiting and right. there wasn't too many visitors yeah you guys were tourists. Were going, yeah we we're a tourist that you know i just so happened to google the show freaking a week before and was able to cop us some tickets and thank god i did because it was amazing the beach that's exactly what i wanted to be. i think that kind of ties into why i was feeling so average because you know that high of vacation where it's like not doing yeah. shit and you're you're in like i felt this exact same way um you know being like back in the band days and i was hanging out with all these big wig like and this was i was a senior in high school like i was hanging out with the dude who uh recorded and mixed and produced like the riot album from paramore breaking benjamin slipknot and then i go back to class and i got this kid going hey bro you got so gum bro i'm like what the what the fuck man why the fuck am i still you, here it's exactly the exact same as that it it kind of killed me because i was just like man i just mm. i we have a lot of things going on right now in life i feel like all of us whether yeah. it's you know work life goals um you know the podcast chlamydia oh future oh, sorry just austin on that one <laughs> uh well we don't nobody did tests oh yeah he's got sticky balls we haven't even addressed that in a while but that's that's got to be a clip coming up here soon <laughs> talking about your sticky balls um but i i'm kicked out of it bro because like vacation life can only last a certain amount of time and that's why it's vacation that's why it's awesome that's what you work for so my brain has switched from like being sad about like oh my, all these responsibilities to now like hey Let's use these responsibilities to be even able to have a better vacation in the future. See, the way I see it is like, I want to be able to do that all the time. So I want to hustle here and write my, like make my own schedule so I can be like, Hey, yo. And bro, we're like, I'm telling, like, I, I, I mean, we've never discussed going on a trip, but that would be something super fun. I was telling him the other day, yeah, I want chill, when bro. Disneyland opens, I want the three of us to go to Disneyland because we could record a podcast yeah. on the drive up and on Hell the drive yes. back. Car talks are the sweetest, bro. Yeah, because we could literally just, just all got hold time. microphones. On so we should we should definitely discuss this. Oh, well, after. we'll table oh, yeah. this. We'll table this. That sounds like a fun thing to do. Especially when like podcast conventions come back or like movie conventions, mm. we could just let's do that uh, shit. Bro. Like a, a a show I used to listen to called Battlecast. They did that one because they lived in San Diego. They just went to the zoo and just recorded an episode there. And they would go up to random people and be like, Oh, Ranga Tanga <laughs> yeah. They would ask random people, they'd be like, Who do you think's going to win, a flamingo or the predator? And they'd be like, The flamingo would beat the fuck out of the predator. And like, they would ask oh, random people there. Yes. We'll have random interviews. Yeah. We, could be, like, we could be like, Top five funniest movies go. And they could be like, Schindler's List. And you'd be like, Oh, that's terrible. You're. T- Is that number one? <laughs> <laughs> or are we, are um, we going to go up from there? Oh, my goodness. Okay. So. That was pretty much it from You're my week. You're still on spring break right now, yeah, too, Yeah, right? I'm still on spring break, having a blast. Uh, me and Cameron are about to have a nice little chill weekend before I have to, like, grind it out. We got approximately seven weeks till George no longer has any teaching responsibilities. But other so responsibilities. So what I'm hearing is, is we can go golf. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll be doing uh, that. I'm getting yelled at because I got a golf Let's bag. Go. And I'm like, I ain't got. We, we, we. We just got to schedule a time, brother. We just got to schedule around me. I still work. That is true. That is true. <laughs> Someone's so, got real responsibilities. That that ties into your real responsibilities in the week. How was yours? Uh, so I'll start with the with the good. Um, 
I don't really have the bad. It was just the the crazy. Uh, had a pretty good week. I started a merch store. I started a clothing line. It's called Dark Ministry. Go check it out. Uh, I was like, I actually had been working on it for the last like month or so. I'd been coming up with like concepts. I'm like, okay, what kind of things do I want to do? So I did that. Uh, to go back to something, because I was talking to Christian about this. One of my favorite bands ever. I might have mentioned this a few episodes ago. One of my favorite bands ever broke up a couple years ago. And then like three weeks ago, they were like, guess what? We're back. We have a song. And they uploaded it. And I was like, what the fuck? Band was it? Uh, elitist. They're, they're, they're smaller. Uh, but I was thinking about it. And I was talking to our longtime friend of the show, Francisco, yeah. who's been on a couple of episodes now. He's was, probably in the shower right now. He's probably not listening. Uh, no, he doesn't listen to the lives. Or clean his ears or something. Yeah, he's very, we were talking about you, Franny. We were saying you're very clean. Super clean. <laughs> George was like, dude, I feel like you need to shower. I so felt you- so dirty. I felt like, and I mean, like I probably showered in the morning, but you just came here and you just. In the Mandalorian squeaky, helmet. Squeaky clean. You look clean right now, George. Oh, yeah. For, <laughs> people, people on YouTube people don't can smell see- my ball cheese. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? It's quite a pungent odor. It's different than Chris's sticky balls. So for, for people listening on their podcast platforms, because uh, people on YouTube can see this right now, George is shirtless. Uh, he's got the Crocodile Cubano shirt, or not shirt, hat on. And uh, he's just living life large. Like, you look like you belong in Florida right now. Oh, I appreciate it, mate. <laughs> I quite do. Oh, dude. So, uh, Franny is here. He just said, I'm here, bitch. Let's go. Hey, what's up, bro? <laughs> he kept saying, what the fuck did I just walk into? <laughs> uh, but so I was telling Franny, I was like, dude, you know how crazy it is? Because we went to, so when the Elitist came to town for the first time, we were both there. And then a couple years later, both of our bands were opening for him. And I was like, bro, that's some shit. Like, that's crazy. Everything's circular. Everything's circular. So in a a year or two, I'm going to be opening for them, but we're going to do a podcast episode instead of playing music. Mm, They do that. They've done that at places before. I feel like that would flop hard as fuck. Mm, Yeah. Yeah, It'd have to be like a stand-up. Like, it'd have to be like a live format. I I have played shows where there were comedians beforehand. And it was okay, because it was, it was kind of like a mixed show anyways. And so you have somebody just make people laugh, and you're like, all right, this is a, the crowd's warmed up. Guess what? We suck. Nah. That's a big thing, bro. My comedy show is missing that. The host, warm-up act. And she, well, she's obviously the host, and the host always does her little, like, five-minute feel. Mm. And it ended up, like, this, is, this chick went pretty dirty. She ended up with a joke where she was allowing her nephew to suck on her nipple, because... Her nephew thought what? her nephew thought she was video. the mom. I know I, we couldn't take videos, but I mean, like, it, like that's pretty fucked up and twisted. Like, and it, but I mean, I laughed. I, I thought in the that's context, pretty, uh, it was, incestual. It was. But like the mom was like, hey, like, stop, you know, stop, <laughs> you know, stop sucking it. on. Stop it. Step and she nephew. was like, and she was like, no, this is the only action I've gotten. You know how lonely 2020 has been. And then. So, uh, going back to my week and continuing my fever dream, which was yesterday. So, uh, yesterday I had the day off from work. Uh, I had, had like allergies, like really bad allergies. So I was like, fuck it. I'll take, I have drowsy medif, medicate, medification, medication, allergy meds. And uh, normally I take one and, uh, I'll kind of space it. I'll take it like maybe like 30 minutes before I normally go to bed. Uh, I took it 
two. I took two of them, two drow like drowsy meds, same ones, but I took two of them, and I was like, oh, I should be fine. I'll feel great. I took it at midnight, which is when I normally go to sleep. I woke up at noon the next day, and I woke up like, what year? What year is it? And I felt I was like, oh, dude, I have COVID. I feel so bad, but it was just drowsy. So what did I do? I went and drank two Bang Energies. We went to the gym, so I totally worked it off, and I was like physically tired. But then I'm sitting there, and I'm like, I can't fall asleep. And I look, and it's four in the morning. Mm. I didn't go to sleep till four in the morning. I managed to take naps throughout the day, so I, I managed to get like six hours of sleep, which is normal. I can function on that. But I was like, yesterday, I was like, what? What era is this, bro? Literally, when you said like you were in a daze and you thought you had COVID, that's happened to me on edibles at least four times <laughs> since this started. Like I'll be up here playing and like, you know, the edible will kick in and I'm just, you know, my chest is kind of tight right now. And that just, my breathing is, <laughs> and I'm hot and I'm just, do I have it? And like, I've texted Cameron. It, it's funny. I've texted her at least twice. Being like, have to post I think I have it. I think I have it. I'd have to go deep in the, deep in the archives. But, and then she's probably like, shut the fuck up. You took an edible. No, no. Obviously she's a little more loving than that. <laughs> <laughs> but then nice. afterwards i was like well i took it up and she's like well, no, no shit no shit you felt like you had covid but it, it really gets you out of place i feel you and then like your mind the thing is is the uh the anxiety that goes behind it oh yeah especially right now like when i when i did have covid uh i felt i don't i felt like like we talked about it we're like okay uh we were gonna go grocery shopping that and she said, okay, I'm going to place an order for groceries. They're going to drop it off. We'll order a little extra. I was like, okay. And we, we told the guy, we get, I think we tipped him like an extra five bucks. Like if you do not, cause normally I guess they have you help them. We're like, Hey, we have, we just tested positive for COVID. Here's an extra $10 tip. Could you just leave it all on the front door in Texas when you're done? We don't want to get you sick. Um, but we don't want to go out and like possibly get you sick from helping. And the dude was super chill. He left like a, he left like a little like nice note, like feel better. Or something. Oh, like, that's super nice. Super cool. What a dude. guy. Uh, so, but like, yeah, the anxiety, I was like, fuck. and then I remember texting you guys and being like, well, today's the day. <laughs> what happens, happens, bro. What happens, happens. Uh, so yeah, that was, that was my week. I did some creative stuff, you know, worked, uh, oh God, dude, the DMV. So I got my, my license plates in the mail yesterday, but no tag. Oh my, that was, those are little stickers, yeah, right? Yeah, the sticker. So oh. I can't put them on my car. And that's like the number one thing that cops pull you. I've gotten pulled yeah, over I've gotten, twice. I've got, well, I've gotten pulled over for not having license plates. I had the moving permit, so it was fine. Mm. But I'm on my old truck. And it was funny because my dad actually got the plates that day, but I was working. I didn't get off till 11. And the cop, the cop was trying to be funny. We were, it was Vanessa and I. And he was like, yes, y'all got some warrants. Oh, <laughs> my God. And I knew for a fact we did. And I was like, aha, okay. And he was like, I'm going to need you to step out the car. I was like, what? He's like, nah, just play, dude. He was like, hey, man. uh." Just make sure he's like, just keep an eye out. He's like, uh, people like to steal these trucks, and he's like, they'll take the, the license plate. We just had, I was like, okay. And he was like, all right, have a great rest of your night. And that was it. But yeah, so I have no goddamn tags Bro. for my license plate. My, luckily, yeah. my, my tag from the dealership is good for like another three weeks or something. Nice. But nice. uh, yeah. So for everybody listening right now, uh, we have new merch. Uh, Chris and I put in, put in the work. Yeah, we made some baller ass. Bro, we have shirts. You can get a hoodie. And it's and and not only just like we're not just going with like a different people. We like made the design look better on the shirt. It's gonna look more fucking crisp and it's gonna look 
like before like we kind of had like a shiny like the whole like square was shiny now it's just like the box and the letters pretty much mm-hmm. yeah we made it we made it transparent because the problem was i just put the image up and yeah. it wasn't transparent so like the colors would be off i feel you like your shirt it looks fine you. because it contrasts nicely but this one no whatever the color is in the background is the color i went navy blue i don't know about you guys i got i got black i got a black one too Ooh, okay but 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 dude no the, the navy that was the next choice they look it looks sleek looks fresh yeah, in we, all the colors we were looking it at it and we were like we were like damn this one hits that one hit, damn these all look good yeah so we i love it i know janelli i think janelli was saying uh, a long time appreciate it yeah janelli, we, we appreciate you it. buying it i know uh franny says he's probably gonna get some we got other people who are like hey yo bro i got you on payday when biden pays me again it's six months hey bro well and then i mean this kind of ties in a uh, lukewarm coin skyrocketing Sky, right now what, what are we at right now george you're the, you're the guy you're we're the trading stock 47 guy. and a half points from last time so For a week ago yeah, yeah 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 see and franny's always telling off. me like i think he bought bitcoin but like that's some that's some like chump shit buy the lukewarm coin why are you gonna buy bitcoin at twenty one thousand dollars already when you, you missed could, out you could get lukewarm coin at 47 cents we're up 47 points i don't want to disclose yeah. how like well, what we our were, actual price is right now well i'll say what we were that's at last only week. to the people that like have it purchased but it I, is going up i can say what we were at last week though because mm-hmm. it's not we were at like 0.1 cent mm-hmm. but we hey bro we we're worth money dog you put a dollar in us you know how much freaking lukewarm coin i get you that's nuts buy a shirt that's like two so that's what i was leading to you buy a shirt and you're automatically um putting forth a certain percentage of that into our stock right so and we're gonna we're talking about this. We might have to make a lukewarm coin, and maybe if you you know maybe if we like you enough, maybe you you buy a shirt. Maybe we'll uh we'll uh throw in that uh that little coin too. Of course. Maybe we'll have to limit it. Maybe we'll only make like. Yeah, I mean, and just for all you know, you know, you you can get the the coin on all the apps. It's LCPC, okay? <laughs> I'm, I can imagine people are on like Robinhood right now. Like, where the fuck? If you can't see it, it's because you don't believe in Santa and you're a fucking chump. Okay, <laughs> that's right. We coded <laughs> what we coded that into the coin. If you, it's like tricks are for kids, they they turned into those little spheres because we're not kids anymore. It and yeah, and this isn't something like I mean, like you said Bitcoin. <clears throat> like people Old. are mining that. People Old. are mi- people literally have like semi trucks with computers in it mining all that. You know how many computers are mining LCP right now? They're not computers, they're Chromebooks. We talked about this last week. Well, yeah, and especially if you're not in Taiwan, and if you believe in Santa, good luck. Good luck. Because you're not finding it. See there, it's Christmas all year long in that warehouse. Mm -hmm. They just never leave. And they just play Polar Express on the wall. That's how we want it. That's how we want it. Christmas trees everywhere. Beautiful. All right, well, check out our merch. Link's already in the bio. It's going to be in the show notes. Check it out. We got some cool designs. We're going to be adding some new designs here pretty soon. So, uh, yeah. And every uh, every item of merch you buy goes towards Christian's Get Well Fund. Yeah, I have an um, uncurable disease. As of yet, uncurable disease called uh, uh, Broke. And uh, <laughs> the doctors say, you know, they don't know how long I'm going to last. Okay. You know. They say another 30 years, maybe another 15, maybe 30 minutes. Who knows? And, you know, like, who knows what's going to happen with Social Security, all that stuff. But you, too, can feed Christian for one meal for $15. Yeah, I'm like, the camera angle adds, like, 10 pounds. I'm one of those bony-ass kids off of the 
the like feed Africa commercials. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we added a filter so Christian cannot scare the public. Yeah, we don't want to scar you with my true emaciated form. Okay. This is for you guys. We should for real probably get into what these this episode is about. We're talking oh, about yeah. This is episode's about something, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> I feel like we could just totally riff for an episode, just talk about and just throw in like movie quotes here and there. Yeah, riff raff it. Yeah. So uh for this episode, everybody, we're talking about our top five funniest movies. And uh so the way we're gonna do this is we have it five, it's in no particular order until we get to number one. But I think what we'll do is we'll start with George, you'll go number five, Christian will go number five, I'll go five so uh George. wait what's the number five because if poop is two and pee is one what's a five uh vomit oh, while shit. peeing and pooping wait a minute shouldn't all fluids have a number what's come all fluids matter come is like a it's it's zero because mm. all life comes from it a zero <sighs> i had to do a number zero wow i'd actually kind of like that that's kind of because it goes in order that's that coding uh math for you because in coding you start with like zero and go up now what is we we had talked about this a little bit earlier i I think zero is like a full like come load with sperm now if you had a vice a vasectomy now and you're just vasectomy a vasectomy now you just don't have the ability to produce the sperm like you used to oh you're almost you're in decimals uh premature ejaculation of uh runny that's a three that's a three i think it's a three why is it a three if there's nothing coming from it um it's like shooting a like a because you're shooting like (laughs) like like you squeeze like you know everybody did it as a kid you have a capri sun and you drink some of it and you're like this would make a better toys you fucking squeeze it and you watch it come out christian that was your turtle that wasn't a capri sun don't talk about how I killed my turtle off. <laughs> that's very that's very personal story to me and my family. All right, well, for real. So George, go ahead. Get, All right, get us started for God's sake. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you guys know me and Will Ferrell. I love me uh, some good old fashioned Willie, and this is not only Will Ferrell in just like one of his most classic roles, but this is Will Ferrell in a political movie, and you're tying him in with Zach Galifianakis. And this movie is The Campaign. I have not seen this one. The so. Campaign is a uh, all-throughout gut buster, and it ties together political humor as well. Uh, you're going to see a lot of uh, right-wing jokes kind of made because it's based in South Carolina. Oh, that's, great. <laughs> that's, the, that's the district that they're trying to win over. Um, so it goes behind like you know, like how they, they pander for demographics, uh, and you get a lot of like politically oh i i want to i want to be careful it's just it shows politics at its most dirtiest form like the one scene that sticks to me the most is uh they're going around to different churches to try to like you know pander to the people in that church oh like we believe in you and one of the churches they go to is like a rattlesnake uh, like oh, or a snake okay. worshiping, that. worshiping church. That. Okay, that's what that movie is. Yeah, yeah. Okay. He's like dancing around. He's like, oh, this is a lot of fun. And then the rattlesnake bites him, and he passes out. And I've it's seen like, this from like those, uh, like a uh, animal expert reacts to scenes from movies, and that was one of them. And they're like, that dude's dead. Yes, <laughs> yes. So, and not only made me want to go to a snake worshiping church, but overall, a uh, hilarious movie. If you want to go for a political gut buster, and when I was thinking of what to what to put in this list it had to be in there 
uh, the campaign. Check it out. All right, Christian, what you got for your first one? I haven't, you know, it's sad to say that I haven't seen that one either. I'm sure it's good. Will Ferrell, I mean, come on, that's, I, I haven't seen a movie that I'd say is bad with Will Ferrell. Okay. I'll, I, I, I think that's. Zach Galifianakis, and I didn't highlight him enough, just insanely good in his role. Okay. They, what they, role is he not good in? That is true. That is true. I think this might be, in all the Zach Galifianakis films, this is probably two behind the first Hangover. My dad still quotes the Hangover. He'll call me Fat Jesus on the regular. That's Zach. That's Zach. But he would want it. Hey, all right. you, come on, handsome. Not you, Fat Jesus, the other one. All right. Sorry, Christian. Please all right. continue. So I got a Will Ferrell flick on my five. This is upside down. I didn't put it here. Our assistant did. Leave her alone. <laughs> Number five <laughs> um, is Talladega Nights. Oh, that's a good one, though. And, you know, I'll just tell you, this is the only Will Ferrell movie on my list. I'll just tell you. And, you know, a big disclaimer is like, bro, how do you choose the best, like, movie from that, like, kind of time span? Because, like, look, you also got Step Brothers and Anchorman, like, right? Uh, and those are both just fucking home runs. Exactly. And, and more than that, those are just, like, the first two that come to mind. You know what I mean? And Talladega Nights was one I saw as a kid, and I'm like, damn, that was hella funny. Like, the fact that, like, they're making fun of, like, NASCAR and, like, redneck culture. It's, it's, <laughs> I'm on fire. It's, yeah, it's a, yeah, the whole shake and bake thing. Oh, and John Riley, John C. Riley. Yeah, yes. we, we were talking about that because we just, we both watched uh, over the last week, uh, Kong, Kong Skull, Skull Island. Island. Great movie. Go watch it. But in, like, on, like, cause on Cox Cable, you can go guide and it'll give you, like, a list of the, of the actors and it was john riley and i was like is the c is he come again yeah <laughs> yeah i don't really have a comment on that i don't know i only found out what his name was a few years ago so i don't know but the talladega nights obviously great favorite, movie favorite scene from it i like the crepe scene i forget the crepe scene where he was trying to break will ferrell's arm the the foreign driver he yeah. like had him he's oh, the like french guy i forgot Borat. about the french guy he was. It was oh, Sasha Baron Cohen. Sasha? Yeah, it's Sasha Baron Cohen. I haven't seen that movie for a few friggin' years, yeah. okay? I forgot it was Ricky Sasha Baron Cohen. Yes. Dude, so speaking of Talladega Nights, the older son, like, just died, like, last week. Like, not even kidding. Like, Did I just you do a flip, or? <laughs> no, I'm I think, sorry, just kidding. I think. I'll have to come back to that, but yeah, I just saw that, like, he died. That's yeah, I sad. think he might have died, like, like, like overseas. We'll like, rip to my guy. Yeah. That sucks. But so, continue, though, with your favorite. Back to the funny, okay? <laughs> Talladega Nights has, like, there's so many stupid and, like, quotable parts of it. I like where he's being interviewed after winning a race, and, like, he has his hands up, and he's like, <laughs> he's like, you're on camera. Put your hands down. I don't know what to do with them. And so he forces them down. Yeah, I just, you know, I won the race, and I... <laughs> his hands start coming himself. back up. That's hilarious. When they're all sitting around the table, with, he's sitting around the table with his family. Oh. And they have to eat the food of the sponsors for every meal. So it's like, you know, a bucket of KFC, uh, you know, Big Red, all this other shit. Powerade. Fr uh, Franny just said uh, the subplot where Will's house is haunted. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's like, how do they fit all these jokes into this movie? I like how he like, like fetishizes like baby Jesus. Six Funny. pound, eight ounce baby Jesus. That's, That's one of the best quotes in the fucking movie. So stupid. Most quotable. 
right, I'll go to I'll go to my number five. Uh, this one's a classic. I, I'm I'm curious to see if we have any overlap, and that for me is Waterboy. Okay. Oh, nice. Waterboy is just so goddamn funny. Now, is it funny in just like the in the sense that like you wish that happened in real life, or it just makes me fucking like belly laugh like it, it's I, I hate to toss the r word out there but it, it's a first to find restart strength re, oh, retard strength i think that was yeah. the, the first film yeah because he's just of, he's just leveling dude like i wonder before that like who was there like rain man wasn't some strong guy you know what i mean like Waterboy came out and they're like whoa they're probably looking at like junior sale they were probably like Oh, well, he's probably got a touch of the tism. Well, he's got a touch of the CTE. That's how you went out. But, uh, yeah, dude, that's just like, like the man you're like, and he's running into people. And then like, like he like fantasizes somebody else on that person. So he's like, there's the one where he was like, I love her, Vicky. Oh, mama, I love Vicky. And the dude's like, I never said you couldn't see her. And like, he's totally in on it. And he like sacks him. He's like, I love you, mama. I love you too. And then my dad likes to quote all the time because there's that one dude who's like freaking out, woo! Like on the on the O line. Yes. And he's like, "You sound like a giant choo choo train." <laughs> my dad says, "Other, it's just I don't know. It's like a classic Adam Sandler." I that I think we've all listed pretty well. The campaign not not being one of them, but no. Talladega Nights and Waterboy, pretty quotable movies. Oh yeah, yeah. I feel Super like that's quotable. what makes that's what made my list are like movies that I can quote off. But uh, so let's let's go ahead and jump to number four, George. Four. Okay, the four. Uh, we we had, this was in my top five movies at the beginning when we first started. I think that episode was episode like zero zero one zero zero one. Top five favorite movies. Uh, Tropic Thunder. That's oh, a good one. Did Tropic Thunder overlap? Uh, I don't have it. I don't have that. No. All right. All right. So perfect. Um, thing I like the most about Tropic Thunder is the the star power mashup. I love uh, stars going on an adventure of sorts and then them just being tossed out into random situations i also uh out of the robert downey jr and ben stiller i definitely think ben stiller carries the movie the most uh not only are you throwing in humor about like uh special people in his movie simple jack but you know you're you're getting to see like the the behind the scenes of an actual movie being made and those kind of movies always like click with me the most. It's like how idiotic and disrespectful are celebrities outside of, Oh yeah. You know, them, you know, being said action, you know what I mean? And that is uh, a movie that's always going to stick with me. It's a gut buster from start to finish. Uh, and yeah, topic thunder number four. I, just, I love how when the, he's captured and they're like, you need to perform it. And he's like, like in Broadway, he's like, Oh yes. I have to prepare this part. He's like yes. getting into the character. And he was like, they appreciate art. Here. He, uh, oh my gosh. I, I love the foreshadowing of it too. Like, I don't think uh, the end of that movie would have been as funny. Had they not foreshadowed Ben Stiller in that role earlier on saying like, man, you play, you went full retard in that movie. <laughs> you know, like, no, I love, I love when Robert Downey Jr. Is that Nelly? Is that who's, or who's who's I don't know. I, I feel terrible. But uh he's like arguing he's like, what do you mean you people are like, huh? <laughs> it yeah. just looks up like a grunt, like huh? <laughs> That's why it was tough for me to pick between Ben Stiller and Robert Downey Jr. for who like carries the but movie. I feel like they're just it's just a great like yes. but I feel like the whole cat like Jack Black just being like 
He reminds me of like Jack Nicholson in I, that movie. So obviously, and this is maybe something we could think about as we go through the list. There obviously is though that one person where you're just like, that's the guy. And I think, you know, with Waterboy, obviously Adam Sandler, Talladega Nights, Will Ferrell, Campaign, Will Ferrell. There's always going to be that one stud and the, the, that kind of just carries the production. So I think maybe to think about that when you're going through your list next. Uh, so real quick, because yeah. uh, we're, getting, we're getting some already. So for everybody listening at home and everybody watching right now, go ahead and tell us what you're like. If you have one or two, and we'll, we'll go ahead and talk about them at the end but yeah. uh, please go ahead christian oh hell yeah that'd be chill it's all of our list yeah it's <laughs> our, our list. list our list hell yeah comrade all right so we're on my number four right yes the receptionist keeps putting this upside down i don't know if... <laughs> <sighs> it's, no no it's actually because i flip it over this way and then i unflip the other way okay science four is pineapple express i haven't seen that one I I know I need to watch it with you guys, but I haven't seen it. It'll be a good watch if we watch together. Uh, I'm sure of it because we watched. Uh, this is, this the, is end. the end. This is the and end. And I feel like it's probably like the same type of humor. For sure, for sure. Like mm-hmm. definitely. Um, it, it that's a movie that I always heard the name that came out in that like super bad era of movies, and like I never knew what it was about. I'm like, what the hell does Pineapple Express mean? And I only watched it like earlier this year, actually. And I'm like, wow, that was hilarious. Like, like I always like almost talk shit. Like, oh, why, why is every uh, Seth Rogen movie like a stoner comedy? Why? But this was funny as fuck. Okay, they're like they're like these kids that are high that don't know what to do. You know, I, I I just think about when they're in the forest and they realize they're being like chased and they have to escape, and they're like playing leapfrog because like the car battery died. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like. And then it then it cuts away to fucking uh 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 James Franco and they're hitchhiking and it cuts away to his thumb through his 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 the hole in his pants yeah. and he's like hey man look it's like it's my penis sticking out <laughs> and like just the slow drawl that he uses for his stoner voice when, when, also in the when they're in the forest and like the car battery died. Seth Rogen's like, hey man, the car battery it's dead. We can't go anywhere. <laughs> okay. Which I don't know how he laughs like that. That's a freak of fucking nature, but that's another topic, I guess. Uh, yes, yes. Um, and then James Franco's character is like, wait, what do you mean it's dead? <laughs> like, like he doesn't understand the concept, like almost as if. Like what if what if what if you tried to not make it dead? Like, bro, <laughs> you know what I mean. That's like that that joke. It's like this is not for puppies. Okay, but what if it was for puppies? Like when you're when you have food and they're like, mm-hmm. hey, but now what? Like my my son does that. It'd be like, like we don't let him drink soda, but like when we go out to eat or anything, we get him like lemonade or something, and he'll like so he just goes like lately we've been having a lot of Taco Bell. Like it's probably really bad, but he'll look at the Baja Blast and go, hmm, what if you know? Hey, Pops, you could. That. My uh, yeah. that looks I feel like I'm gonna fuck up his world today. The oh my gosh, the first Baja Blast. Take a picture. I'm gonna take a video because you're not gonna be able to, it's not gonna be still enough. Hey, so <laughs> the movie Pineapple Express, I think the moment that sticks out to me is like the funniest is like when they're first hanging out. Um uh Seth Rogan comes over to James Franco's house. James Franco's the the weed dealer, by the way. Okay. So He's at, uh, Seth Rogen's at the house, like trying just to pick up some weed and leave. Like he doesn't want to stay at the dealer's house, but 
but you know, James Franco was like, no, bro, I got this new strain. You got to try it. I'll roll you a joint some. And then some other dude comes and picks up, but it's some dude that the dealer, you know, James Franco doesn't like. He's like, oh, this dude, fuck that guy. He's like, he's not getting any of this good shit. So he like goes and gets like shittier weed. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is every drug dealer ever. You know, like his friends obviously going to hook him up, but some just random dick. He's just going to give him the shit weed at the bottom of the jar. Funny. Or he gives Funny, him oregano like I did. AF. I ever tell you about that? When I sold oregano to some like middle schoolers when I was in, like eighth grade. Well, you oregano, sound, sound ketamine. Like, <laughs> you sound like. It was legit oregano and they paid me 80 bucks for it. What? That's when funny. Eighth, 80 bucks. Oof. You're an entrepreneur, Austin. Hey, you know That's what I did I with say. that money? I went to a music festival with that buddy. Hey. That's how we do it. Oregano got me here. Okay. Flipping a profit. Uh, so is it? There's more to say. Oh, yes. Please continue. Uh, you know, obviously, like, the chemistry between those two is, is fucking impeccable. Well, it's lasted through several movies, it looks like. Exactly. It started, like, the whole fucking stoner-verse or some gay shit like that. Stoner-verse. <laughs> may as well. May as well, right? I, yeah. But uh, a really funny joke, because, like, to... Because to, I watched this a few months ago, and I looked up some funny clips to remind myself of the funniest scenes, is, like, near the... Kind of near the end of the movie, he broke up with his girlfriend, because, like, he's being chased by like this gang and shit. Uh, but he's calling her on a payphone, and she's like, I'll take you back. And he's like, you're dumb. You're, you're immature. Like I, I fucked up real bad. And that shows me how <laughs> immature you are. And so they start arguing and, um, she's like immature. What do you mean? I'm mature. How many chicks have you slept with? And, and he's like two and a half. And she's like, what's the half? Well, it was either a tip or I dipped a ball in or something. <laughs> <laughs> I'd feel bad. I feel like I was lying if I said three. Oh my god! Jesus so flip the ball in. Uh, Super good four. movie. That's four. that's my four. That's hilarious. So four for me, and I feel like I'm saying this just because I've seen it so fucking often, and not by choice. Is Grown Ups two? Oh, and I feel like you could attest this because you've been over to my house so much. My dad, all the time. Yeah. If it's the weekend, it's either ridiculousness, some show from the '70s, or Grown Ups two. But Grown Ups 2, like, one of the funniest parts is, like, Nick Swartzen. Because he's just, I, I don't know what meds he's supposed to be on, but he's not on them. I Never. stopped taking the antipsychotics today. I can hear the voices. <laughs> and, and they have him, like, in the, in the chair, because he's the bus driver, but he, like, got knocked out or, like, passed out or something. So he's driving, but the principal doesn't know that. So they have him, like, rigged up, and he's like, because ah, <laughs> he's passed out. But one of the funniest things though is like the principal because he, he wears like clothes like like this where the shirts are like they're not intentionally supposed to be like uh prop tops but they just are mm. okay <laughs> and i like how uh adam says like yeah you got to stop shopping at the baby gap <laughs> <laughs> that... and then he's like digging in his belly button like he's he's like giving the because it's the last day of school and he's like oh fruit loop and he fucking eats it comedic movie wise I think it's it's got a lot of great jokes and you know you it's it's tough not to when you have a cast that good. I am a little upset because Grown Ups to the the shot continuity which is like the only thing I ever give a fuck about in movies is like does this logically make sense? There that one day seems Long like fuck. It's the longest day in the world, and you're just like, how is all of this happening in just one day? They just planned well, I mean, a party. Like, Hubie Halloween's kind of the same. It's like two days, but it's like the, the second day is like 
QB kind of comes together better than that, though. Yeah, does. but like he's like, oh, now he's neighborhood watch. I, I kind of get what you're saying. Like sometimes with these comedies, although they work, because like the common lowest common denominator is it's supposed to be funny, and it is. But they're just like, we got to make an excuse for all these gags to happen. Mm-hmm. We, whatever happens, happens. We don't know what's going to happen in the plot. And that's where it, they they lose me sometimes. And that's why I mean. The campaign and Tropic Thunder so far for me. I feel decent storylines yeah, behind like it. Yeah, it progresses naturally. Yeah, with that movie, I just it's I struggle with it. Well, I don't very give, funny. I don't give I a struggle. fuck about the plot. I'm just like, ha, make me laugh. <laughs> that's the, well, that's the point of this list too. I should stop being a freaking prick about it. Yeah, like Martin Scorsese said, Marvel's not real. What does Martin Scorsese think about uh, Pineapple Express? What if he's just like that's just fucking dank, bro? I love it. Hey, he might, he might, bro. He might be like, bro. I don't know why that his, the Jew laugh makes me. It's so funny, bro. <laughs> they, they probably get sick and tired of those movies that they direct, though, like a Scorsese or like a, that other one. That, Spielberg. Ah, uh, yes. Type for What's another mob that, flick. That, 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 all the action films. Michael Bay. Michael Bay. Yeah, like I bet they yeah. just love this shit. You know what I mean? Just a little. I can imagine they just they just to another up. world. Yeah, they just toke up and they just like ah ha ha Teletubbies. <laughs> Literally. And that's how they write the new action movie but uh all right george go ahead and give us your number three. Ooh, okay three so i i originally was gonna say the night before and i was Is that like the christmas one we just watched yeah, yeah. it was i was like that's a good one though that i laughed a lot on that one it was it was but i feel like i was robbing myself of like something that i truly found hilarious when i was a kid and that movie's dodgeball mm. okay that's a An good one untold you know like underdog story um so you got, you got Vince Vaughn. <laughs> You got Vince Vaughn in it, and he obviously is the, the main guy, carries it all. Uh, but you, you get an amazing antagonist in Ben Stiller. So I'm, oh, Ben yeah. Stiller's popped up twice in this. I freaking love this little guy because I think this is probably his best role other than like some of the Night of the Museum you, you ones. You know, uh, I, I definitely agree with Night of the Museum, but I, I don't think you're wrong with saying that's a, like, a top tier. Everybody remembers that role. Mm-hmm. Like the whole, nobody makes me bleed my own blood. Yeah, right. Or like he's about to like throw the dodgeball at somebody. Like this is something I've always quoted my whole life. Like it's like a one or like a five v one situation at the end of the dodgeball tournament, and he's like about to throw it at the dude. He's like, Joni loves Chachi, and like just drills this dude in the face, and it's like, I love you, hell? and he's like, shut up, bitch. <laughs> but okay, so I had to pick a sports movie, um, and I had to pick something that when I was a kid, dude, this was a go to to like, okay, I'm gonna have a fun time here. This is hilarious. I think uh, probably my favorite scene in it took me a while to understand it uh, was when Ben Stiller was trying to like diet and, you know, not eat as much. <laughs> so like he would have like jumper cables and then like be I, he, I don't know if he was watching porn or he was like watching people make food, but he had, like a donut in front of him. And like every time like he was about to go touch the donut, he would like shock his nipples like, with the jumper cables. I feel like he was such a like a fucking narcissist that he probably was watching like Martha Stewart or something. Because <laughs> he gets well, both. He gets hey, both there. What if he's into old ladies? Honestly. Gilf. Honestly. Yeah, he's like trying to cut his gilf porn and eating in half by just jumper cables straight to the nips. And then the second time that you see him like trying to wean himself off food, he's like uh, like with a slice of pizza and he's putting the slice of pizza down his pants. Yeah. Like he's trying to like have the pizza fetish. tuck his dick. 
that's a fucking childhood like that's like some like normally for people it's like therapy and like they just break down and they were like i was like abused as a kid george just let out like a fucking 15 year holding of a laugh just now bro yeah i know i've been meaning to i've been meaning to 15 that, years that, that came I from the depths dude you know i feel like that happened to a lot of us seeing all these raunchy fucking hilarious movies were like there were scenes in them that like as a kid you didn't understand why they were funny like you it's like, why is he putting the pizza on his dick? I don't know. It's funny, though. But, right? Yes. Yes. But there's like, now you're like, hmm, maybe like gilfs. Maybe he has like a food fetish. <laughs> like, like as adults, we're like, hey, the third eye is open. Some of these shit's hot to me now. What the <laughs> fuck? Like, you know what I mean? Dude, that happens to me all the time now with these Disney movies that I watch with Rowan. And I'm like, yo, what the fuck? <laughs> like, that, that went way over my head. Dude, oh my for god for sure Sp- spongebob always spongebob's a fun one to watch again as an adult you always notice like the little weird thing yeah especially the ytp one get fuck uh so dodgeball uh i also sports movie had to i had to put a sports movie in there kind of mad i didn't put water boy love water boy that's uh, okay I, i'll make you hit it i'll make up for it for you a little later chris what you got for three yeah. all right my receptionist she learned uh <laughs> Number three, and this, my top three, like, I really had to think about, like, why they were in the positions that they are. Number three is super bad. okay? Super bad could have been my number one. Uh, the dicks. The dicks, okay. Let me, let me please go through just, it. Please do your manifesto on his, on his lunchbox. Well, well, I'll go through my thoughts top to bottom. We'll get to the dicks, because that's, you can't talk about super bad, not talk about the dicks, okay? <laughs> so... I, I saw this when I was younger, and I'm like, damn, that was such a funny-ass movie. Good One, really good cast, like, cast of actors that were, like, set up to be in a lot of big movies afterwards. You had Seth Rogen and uh, uh, Jonah Bill, Hill. H- Bill Hader. They were the cops. Jonah Hill, Michael Sarah, uh, Emma Stone, okay? Like, and then, they, then like, they, uh, and some of them had things going on, but then, like, after that, they all, like, popped hella off. Mm-hmm. But, like, for me, it was my first movie seeing any of those guys. Yes. Did you know Bill Hader is BB-8? Is that true, yeah. Austin? Yeah, he, he said it in an interview. How so? Uh, he, he did the noises, and then they put it, like, a bunch of... I'll, I'll link you the video, because I have another story from that video. Okay, A, that's funny, and two, yeah, we go to A to two, fuck, fuck the language, <laughs> fuck metric, fuck... You, fuck whatever system he's pineapple express the opening scene had bill Hader in it yes where it's like the cia or whatever is like they just found weed or they first like made weed or whatever and they're like testing out in like an like a bunker okay in some like like secret like cia like lab and they just have him in a box and they're like they give him some weed and, and they're like tell us what's happening to your body how do you feel and he's just making jokes <laughs> man i don't know dude <laughs> <laughs> like, like he's going wah 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 and like singing and just acting totally wacky. So they realize they're not going to get any data out of him, so they kill him. Uh, but uh, anyways, so that was Pineapple Express. This is super bad. Damn. One, it's competent as like besides just being funny. Like the narrative is super competent. Mm-hmm. It's this awesome like your best coming of age comedy I've ever seen. S- so fucking quotable when the cop the cops are uh they're asking the clerk the liquor store uh clerk lady 
after McLovin got punched. Oh my God, McLovin. There's so much to go through. Okay. I'm going to try to hit some notes. You know, he, he's trying to get like a, like rough, like description of the person who punched him and the lady at the counter is describing him. And you know, Bill Hader's character is like, all right, so, uh, we got a black Jew. Like, 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 cause he's taking the wrong notes, you know? And, um, him and Seth Rogen are just like these bad, stupid cops, you know, Jonah Hill and Michael Sarah, these dweeb kids who are like horny and they're trying to get with girls. And, um, just so many funny moments. The Mc, the McLovin thing. Okay. McLovin is like the f- one character named Fogel gets a fake ID and he has to choose the name. He doesn't choose a first and last name. He just chooses one word name, McLovin. Okay. From, and th- from where? Where from, was his ID? His ID was from like Hawaii. It was oh, Hawaii. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah what the one, fuck? a state he wasn't in. Two, he listed himself as 25 years old when he's still in fucking high school. Okay. And he comes out and it's to buy liquor. And that's how they get to the liquor store later. And, you know, Seth, that's Jonah Hill. And, um, and uh, Michael Sarah's character, that you know, they're buddy buddy, right? They're pissed at him. They're like, "You chose to make a loving. Why don't you choose a more co- common name?" Um, but anyways, and M- Michael Sarah's like, "McLovin, it sounds like you're trying to be an R and B singer." <laughs> <laughs> and oh my god, just the dicks. Okay, the dick. I know we've talked about this in an episode before, but please. And it's tragic because most of this part is cut out. When you watch it on TV, this whole part's like cut out because it has to be fucking. So Jonah Hill gets his shit like, like, like book checked off like the lunch table, you know, some bully kid. And it's like, yo, why, why, you know, what's that about? And, uh, no, actually it's because Jonah Hill's character, Seth, Evan was Michael Sarah's character's name. All right. We're not going to do trivia. I'm just going to hit the points. Okay. Dicks. (laughs) He tells a story about when he was a kid and you see a little chubby, like Jufro kid that's supposed to be young Jonah Hill's character. And um, he's like, I had this weird thing when I was a kid, okay? I used to just kind of sit around all day and draw dicks. Big veiny ones. Dicks as characters. And it shows this collage of him drawing these detailed dick drawings, like dicks with army helmets. A dick that's like a a gorilla holding a banana dick. Like... (laughs) So then he goes, and one day I'm in class drawing this dick, a big triumphant veiny bastard. <laughs> and some kid pushes off, off my desk and the little girl next to me picks the paper up to hand it back to me. She looks at it and she just like, it shows the flashback. He's not narrating. And she just like screams in the camera. This like elementary school girl. And uh, yeah, that's oh, the oh. dick. And he kept it in a, what was it? Lunchbox. Uh, Ghostbusters lunchbox. <laughs> okay, that's where he kept his treasure trove of dicks. Treasure. And then he goes on. He says, so then the principal, you know, thought I was, you know, he was some pastor guy. So he thought I was possessed by some sort of dick demon. So then he called my parents <laughs> and said, you know, oh, we got to, he's not allowed to have dick shaped foods anymore. And he tells to his friend Evan, he's like, you know how many kinds of foods are shaped like dicks? The best kinds. <laughs> you know, most quotable, lots of hilarious improvised scenes. Uh, fun fact, when they throw the Molotov at the car at the end of the movie, um, they fucked up the one throw, so they actually ended up 
CGing, CGIing the fire. No way. <laughs> and it looks real. I wouldn't have ever been able to fucking tell. Oh, because so far away, you can, you can hide that shit. Anyways, hats off. Super bad is one of my all-time favorites. Yeah. Super bad. That's uh, my number three. Going back to Bill Hader on that, uh, he was talking about how there's the scene where he, they find McLovin at the party. And he was saying, like, all these takes he was doing, he was like, McLovin, what the fuck? And then the one that they used, he walks, he goes, McLovin. And, like, the sound guy just starts, starts wheezing. And the director goes, yeah, I think we found the take. Because he was like, it was just so, like, it was, like, such disappointment in his voice. He was like, McLovin. <laughs> I, I just thought it was, because he talks about it in his, it was like a, a video where he talks about his career. Bill okay. Hader does. So he's talking about it. And it was, like, the only story he brought up about it. That's about perfect. that movie love I, it i just think it's so funny how like stupid the cops are. you want to shoot the gun bro Fuck yeah dude you shoot the gun. <laughs> when they're playing lightsabers shining the flashlight at each other's eyes while he's trying to drive <laughs> oh and one's doing the shitty yoda a- accent <laughs> oh you better watch your <laughs> and then they hit seth with the car i also <laughs> like how they have the cop from brooklyn 99 in there as the guy who like uh mike uh michael sarah and Jonah Hill have like getting them alcohol and like that that poor dude his day just gets fucked like they don't they like total his car or something oh I, I don't know the actor but like I know he's in Brooklyn he Nine-Nine. takes him to the party right yeah so that <laughs> so Seth and Evan that's Jonah Hill and Michael Stair they're they were like running down the street to check out this girl they knew from school and they're like oh I heard she got a breast reduction and it's like, well, oh, she used to have warlocks. How could she do that? That's, <laughs> that's like slappy God in the face. And, oh, my God. And, you know, Evan's like the nerd. So he's like, yeah, but she had back problems. Now, you know, they're better shaped. And but anyways, they get come back from that scene. And that guy backs up and hits Jonah Hill's character. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, he's like on probation or something. So he's like, I'll do anything, man. I'll do whatever you want. Just don't call the cops. <laughs> they have him like buy him alcohol, right? That's what they wanted, but he's fucking broke. He tried to give him like three dollars. <laughs> he's like, "Fuck you, man! I'm not taking this three fucking dollars." Yeah, so he uh, he takes him to this party where like other bad shit happens. So they to have him, alcohol, right? but to him, right? Yeah, because yeah, he just gets get, fucked. Yeah, up. he gets beat up, and then uh, this girl dances on Seth and puts her period blood on his pants. <laughs> mm-hmm. What the fuck? <laughs> Use my leg as a fucking tampon. <laughs> that's that's just that's a solid comedy movie all right i'll jump into my number three and that is good boys Mm. okay and that one just for the sole fact of the fucking jokes that the one kid fucking throws out that like and everyone's like that's not funny but like he's like that's why your dad has three fucking duis and he can't drive anymore (laughs) (laughs) dude to that point bro like i felt like in elementary and middle school kids were more mean than they were in high school more di- directly mean yeah like they want to hide it or be nice like like any awful shit they'll just throw out like oh your dad had three eyes. <laughs> it's you. so funny you mentioned that because i saw two kids the other day at a stoplight one was on a scooter and the other one was like just like walking the kid on the scooter was obviously like flipping it around doing some pretty cool shit and like uh, honestly i was like pretty impressed by the way he was maneuvering the scooter it's they look three pounds they look just like Those the kids, kids. And they had a cup of coffee. And I can only imagine that like that was their trek, right? Like they're like, bro, we're going to go get some coffee and that's going to get us wired for the skate park, bro. And I'm going to hit all these gnarly tricks. I still love the the cop scene in that one where he was like, I, I have drugs. Like, yeah, 
God damn, leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> the cop's like, just go home. Just fuck off. Just go away. Oh, my God. That, it, These fucking kids. That one was a good one. Like, I'm glad you, you had us watch mm-hmm. that one. It was a fucking good movie. I I didn't want to put it on the list, but it was definitely one up there where I was like, damn, like, they really far no expense at, like, getting really sexual with children. Yes. And that sounds bad, but, like, it, like theming. But, like, when they, like, they're like, oh, my parents have these cool, uh, weapons we could use in their sex toys and they one of the one of the kids is in a gimp mask when they open the door <laughs> the dad yeah. sex doll yeah and they sell it to the guy for for the the cards mm-hmm. it was good i forget when, when you said good boys i remember oh that movie was really funny what were the funny scenes but you just gave me the fucking rundown dude so great movie all nice. right george what you got for us we're, we're at number down two to now two, down to two so i i this was tough almost made it to number one for me but I'm going to go 21 Jump Street. Ooh. Uh, mm. Jonah Hill, Channing Tatum, Ice Cube. Uh, you, you get a really classic uh, 2010-ish movie. You know, we're right around, you know, being in high school. So we, I was able to connect with a lot because, you know, you got these grown-ass men coming back into high school, which at first you're like, the premise, this seems pretty, like, head-ass. Like, how can they pull this off? But, you know, at the same time, you're like, well, you know, there were some pretty old looking dudes at our high school. That being said, uh, this is jo- one of Jonah Hill's best roles. Hey, Swiper. I, I, that 22? That was 22. I, I, I like 22 way more. I'll go into that here in a little okay. bit. Okay. Well, I, the reason why I chose 21 is because that was the one that I quoted probably the most in high school next to Next, ooh, next to my number one. I wasn't. I was about to say. It. Oh, spoiler! Uh, but yeah, I think there there was a couple of films early on in in my life where I got to see Jonah Hill, and I was like, "Wow, this dude is something special." You know, like he's gonna be one of those people when he dies. We're like, man, you know what? I'm a little sad today. You know, like that was one of the that was one of the main brothers in this comedy game. Uh. The, the premise ties together really well. You know, people going back, trying to find this crazy party drug. You get a, a lot of classic uh, scenes like with them tripping out on the drug, which I always am a fan <laughs> of in like these, these movies. Um, I'm not saying I'm a drug guy or anything, but I, I can relate. Look at you. I can relate. You look like the Florida man right now, dude. I can relate. <laughs> I look like I have like a key waiting for me, like outside this private beach in Florida or something like, oh. Hell yeah. You're going to walk out of here and be like, what the fuck you mean? Right? Well, okay. So 21 Jump Street. uh, I think this one is also, this movie is also carried by a lot of like hidden hidden roles. So you had Dave Franco. You had James Franco's little younger brother plays like a classic, uh, you know, save the environment-esque earthy type of, you know, like we got to sit. Like one of the scenes early on in the movie is they're pulling into the parking lot. And uh, Channing Tatum trying to seem all cool, like be the jock type is like, the fuck is it? It smells like some, uh, uh, I think he says it smells like some peanut oil around here. Like, why the fuck does it smell like that? And then Dave Franco's like, well, yeah, no, we, I, my car runs on peanut oil, man. I get this from down from the, from downtown shop or whatever. And, uh, then he also, in the same scene, Channing Tatum punches uh, a black dude in the face. Um, because he's like, Hey, who's got that gay ass music playing? He's like, uh, no, turn that gay ass music down. 
And then the black dude comes up. He's like, oh, like you, you got a problem with my music. He's like, whoa, back up. And he punches the kid. And then he's like, well, you just punched me because I'm gay. <laughs> Politics in 2021, basically. And then, no. so the, the best scene, this is the one that I quote all the time in high school is like they he punches the kid. And then it shows them both in the principal's office, like before school even starts on their very first day of trying to fit in. And the principal's like, you punched a little black gay kid in the face. It's not even second period yet. <laughs> like that, that scene, like me. Do you and my, feel like that as a teacher? Uh, yeah. Where I'm like, how do you just got into a fist fight? It's 7 a.m. in the morning. Like, how it's are we? Seven this? in the morning. It's seven in the morning, bro. It's seven in the morning. George is sitting there still kind of like, like me. I'm still trying to rub off the fucking allergy oh, 100%, meds. Oh, 100%. 100%. I'm just like, what the hell is going on? And he's coming in here crying, and I'm just like, oh my god. You got punched in the face by Channing Tatum. <laughs> and you're just like, bro, I, I'm i still like trying to get over the sushi I had last night, bro. We're not the same. So, 21 Jump Street. Uh, I do think it's better than 22 Jump Street. I, I love 22, though. And I think the, to- the reason why I love it is because I've watched it with Vanessa's family so much. Which one had a name of Jeff? Was that? Yeah, it was twenty two. Yeah, because it's the very beginning. Yep. Okay, that's my that's my in. All right. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, but I, I love uh. So Vanessa and I quote it all the time. We'd be like, "She died for our Cynthia's." He's like doing freeform fucking like Bro. poetry. Yes. Uh. Oh, what was the other one? Oh, when he. <laughs> he fucks a captain's daughter. Yeah, I knew you were about to like, hit that. He was like, "Bro," and he's like, "Hey, he's like, I got. We're talking missionary. We're talking." Mission, we're talking I'm on top she's on bottom and then he finds out at the it's his daughter and he's like you motherfucker oh my gosh that, uh, I, I love that oof. that one's great but it's a good very few movies right are like wow the sequel kind of just hits better than the first one that one is a debatable one yeah Indiana Jones is the is the best example yes. where yep. the, the sequel hits better but and Cars I'm glad I'm glad cars they, is that way too they went for the sequel though because so many comedy movies especially yeah well they, you have grown-ups grown-ups is kind of yeah yeah you know it just all depends on like uh see i wonder is it like wow this is a good story good premise like let's see how the public reacts to it before we write the sequel or is the sequel already in the works before people even see like movies like well lord of the rings had three books but they like when the first one came out in theaters they were already like halfway done filming number two yeah so i think comedy movies has to be based on public yeah, reception you can't be like we already got number two and they're like dude your your shit fucking sucks you dog. got a 15 on rotten tomatoes bud oh you also, got a one and a half pineapples on the <laughs> lcp hopefully one day that's the like you know, they got ign for video games we got the lcp for movies rotten tomatoes is no longer existing yeah fuck, Good, tomato. fuck them they suck dude but uh tomatoes <laughs> a bitch ass plant okay pussy. i love how pussy one v one v fuck him. <laughs> I love the scene where Seth Rogen's wife from the night before and Jonah Hill are fighting. And he was like, are you trying to fucking kiss me? <laughs> Bro, okay. Okay. All right. Go Number ahead. two. Go Chris. ahead, Christian. All right. right. Did she fuck up this time? No, she's, 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 she's money. She's going to get a raise or I'm going to ask her to do a sexual favor <laughs> okay. to move positions in the company. Quid because- pro quo. See, but it's all self-aware. It's because the patriarchy's bad or, or whatever. Twitter and we're not an official company, about. so it's not really quid pro quo. We're, so, we're self-employed, okay? <laughs> we are. 
Uh, number two is uh, Borat. Ah, okay. Cultural learnings for make a great nation of Kazakhstan. Okay. Perfect. And I Perfect only wrote, I only wrote Borat, so I think I just memorized the tagline, too. Which yeah, is imp- you did. Kind of impressive, okay? I think, is that still the only one that's gotten five pineapples on the show? Like, a collective five pineapples? Yes, collective I five. I think so, yeah. Night Before got a five from me. Yeah, but Borat was a five across the board. We've it never, was. We've always had, like, I've always been, like, the one where I'm like, like a four and y'all a half. love that? Now I'm going to say four. Obviously, Borat could have been number one, like. The, these top three positions were very like, oh man, I gotta really think. So I've always loved the hidden reality camera type pranks. When I was a kid, I watched Jackass and Wild Boys. Right now, I watch like the Eric Andre show. Okay, Bora is so top quality. Okay, because not only are they funny gags, right, where you have the like public reactions of these random like bystanders. He's also playing a funny character. So it's like, bro, and it's like, it's like, here's this like immigrant guy who like the joke is like, you know, after 9-11, they said like, oh, all immigrants are bad. He's like the like the straw man come to life of like this terrible, evil immigrant who like doesn't know what's going on in the free world. You know, like like he gets a hotel and he walks into the fucking elevator. And he tells the elevator guy, oh, this is my room. <laughs> he starts unpacking his fucking bag. Oh, sir, sir, no, no. This is the elevator. What? Is not my room? No, no, no. I will not settle for a smaller room. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so quotable, because five seconds later, he gets to his hotel room, and it's so nice, which he had never seen before. Wow, wow, you are. He looks at the fucking chair in the corner, which is like, it's a fairly nice chair. He goes, oh, king of the castle, king of the castle. <laughs> Great um, movie. Poor at like oh man, so many funny I, uh, bits in that movie. So this is the thing I because we that we have had a lot of movies and I think Borat is by far probably one of the most controversial ones in which we love this shit so much and there's a, such a big group of people that are just like I hate this and not only do I hate it I just don't understand it. Um, we oh my gosh I don't even know where I was trying to go with that oh so. I, I was like under this impression where I was like, are we just idiots for liking Borat or is Borat really that good? No, it's really that fucking good. So I was justified right after Borat 2 was made and it was just like scattering all podcasts and everybody was like, dude, Borat, one of the greatest movies ever made. And I was like, I felt justified because I had, you know, not I'm not saying that you guys opinion doesn't matter, but what does matter is like, well, like shit are we really just loners like in this in this are we really just pieces of shit as human beings yeah like like are we just like not i don't know i don't know it's very interesting you bring that up because that happens with a lot of any type of media that's been like significant it's like it comes out it's so awesome people are like wow this is the shit but then like a few years go by and it's like it becomes like cool to hate it like oh it was popular i thought it was dumb fuck you that is true. But then when like the hype comes up again, like when Borat 2 comes out, then people start to remember, oh, fuck, I'm excited because Borat 1 was fucking good and they can't lie anymore. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I feel it. Great movie. The, I'm not going to say anything more. Last thing that I'll say about Borat is the character work. Sacha Baron Cohen fucking monitored these Kazakhstan people and made this character and like, I'm stupid. So like, I like to do dumb accents and like impersonations. 
Dude. He did like three before we started recording today. Yeah, just for fun, like just out of pocket. I don't know, like, oh, fried eel, very delicious. Like that type of shit, okay? That is the most impressive character work I've ever seen, okay? I feel like any character he does is the most impressive character work. Absolutely, super impressive. And not only, he's not just acting scenes as a character, he's doing, he's talking to regular people. So, like, this is, there's a, an improv aspect to this whole thing. And also, oh, and there's a good plot tied into the movie. There's a fucking plot to all the <laughs> bullshit as well about Kazakhstan. Insanely good movie. It could have been the number one. So. Yeah, I'm surprised. I'm surprised. Yeah. Uh, well, I'll jump to, I'm not going to say nothing else. I'm going to jump to my number two. And it's number two above all these other movies just because of the amount of fucking times George and I quoted this fucking movie and it's The Longest Yard. Oh, in middle wow. school, we had that movie memorized. Yes, yes, bro. You have the greatest comedian slash best person. I know Franny's watched best person in the world ever, Joey Diaz in that movie. Joey, Uncle Joey, Uncle Joey, bro. Have you seen his ads now? He's like doing ads and shit. He's like, this is the best fucking face mask you could buy. And it's like ones that go over your eyes. <laughs> he I was don't like to see. He was like, he was like, he was like, I can't fucking see shit. They don't know what I'm coming for. <laughs> the 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 KKK the Klansmen in uh was it Django Unchained yeah yeah, yeah I yes. can't see shit out of these but Longest Yard though another Adam Sandler sports movie shit is just fucking stupid it's like a WWE reunion mm-hmm. movie they got they said Goldberg perfect okay great colleague call him up <laughs> Stone Cold get him in there great colleague get him in there everybody bro. You, if you had a WWE background, if you had a built body, right? I mean, they, yeah, because the they some... Swatowski is an MMA fighter. I did not know that. Yeah, I didn't know that either. And so I was like, wait a minute, is that? And he, that's the, but that's the best character of the whole movie because we would, we would do that in PE. Like you'd kick the ball and you go up to Mister Twice. I saw Mister. I broke it. Toy. He's like George. If you say that shit to me one more time, you're gonna go run laps. <laughs> oh my gosh! Hey, hey. <sighs> you you have a, a a chance in that movie to like get to see what you'd want prisoners to be and it's like these rough and tough guys who just want a chance to beat the shit out of the guard they're like also kind of fucking stupid too you know who i fall on tiktok well, yeah. is brucey probably hilarious uh yeah i've has- seen a couple of his like popcorn one like where he does the longest yard stuff yeah but like yeah but like the i don't know man like some of the characters like joe like joey d's the trios like it's trash you big dumb bitch <laughs> I think Chris Rock that doesn't get enough credit for no. how well he because did. Because he's in that only movie. in it for so long. He's in it for like I want to say like maybe almost three fourths of the movie. Yeah, yeah, but you know he's he's that like he literally is the caretaker, and I mean he he's able to bring in Adam Sandler and kind of make that movie believable because so mm. many people hated Adam Sandler's being, uh, and and a, it would have been tough if you would have just had like Adam Sandler try to prove himself, but then, you know, yeah. You have that great role where he's able to make fun of all these these other guards and very like, group chemistry yeah. type yeah. acting. I feel like that that set the. I mean, he always had like a good group chemistry and all these, but I feel like that really like you have, then you have grown ups after that. you have all these other Adam Sandler movies, but uh, like the, but the caretaker though, man, you got him in there and like they find out he's like on danger level, he's half a star, and so they're gonna set up a fight between him and, and Adam Sandler, superstar versus half a star, <laughs> and then he's like, I shut up before I slit your throat and watch the dust come out, motherfucker. <laughs> Bro. Talking to the old dude. I, I love Longest Shard. Damn, really. I should, uh, when I said sports movie, glad I put Dodgeball. 
Because I think but Thunder the Hyperbole is a good one. I feel like we need some variety. Yes, absolutely. I think our list has had a great variety. Yeah, we've had a a lot of our tastes are similar. Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, I guess I'll let George go. I want to see if we if we tie up on number Number one. one, uh, Will Ferrell and John John C. Riley close it out. Oh, and Step Brothers. How did I not see this coming? And uh, yeah, by far my favorite comedy movie of all time. When I have children and they're like dad like we know will ferrell's funny like we've seen a couple of his youtube again we, clips we've seen uh stepdad or what, what's the one with him oh my the, gosh uh it's him and daddy's uh, daddy's daddy's home, home. yeah Mark yeah Wahlberg. yeah so we've ma- seen that right like, like where down. there's like which i like that movie okay it's good what's the funniest zoomer. will ferrell movie it's gotta be stepbrothers and i watched that movie even when i was super young and i think it's just relatable because everybody has that sibling rivalry but when you see it played out amongst grown ass men, but as if you were like nine and like 10 years legitimately, old, legitimately, right? And and I think the thing that's even funnier about it, um, not saying there's anything against people who are still living at home and are like thirty eight. Hey, fuck you, thirty eight. I said, okay, like they were in the movies, but like I think that played like I can't imagine that those kind of people could watch that film, but like knowing that like. Dude, but it's funny though because they like they talk about their kids and they're like oh you're so nice to meet my son like it's like they're like seven and eight like, yes you want to play wiggle blocks literally bro and the, i mean you see it in the opening scene where he's like you can call me nighthawk and then he's like well you can call me dragon and it's like like who the hell says that bro and i mean countless other hilarious ass scenes uh who carries this movie i say uh, the dad, <laughs> just somebody random. Out of the two, I have to go Will Ferrell because he has a lot more scenes tied in with uh, like his douchebag older brother. Yeah, and I think that <laughs> I think that facet alone gives it to Will Ferrell in kind of like carrying the comedic load. But boy, it I was a close. That's a close choice for me. Can we just appreciate the the story arc of John C. Riley, like? Going back to like Kong Skull Island, he's pretty fucking funny in that. Like, there's a scene where he's like shaving and he's talking to this dude. He's like, I'm going to kill you tonight. And the dude's like, What? And he's like, No, I'm just kidding. Or maybe. Because <laughs> he's been on this island for 28 years. Like, he's been detached from normal society. I, okay. Really underrated John C. Riley role is the, Red, uh, Red the Ralph. no, the Dewey, uh, the, what, the one the where Dewey he, Cox story? Dewey Cox story. I haven't mm. seen that one. Oh my God. Is it good? A comedy comedy like don't think that I know it's, just it's a some, comedy but it, it's probably one of the best biopics i've ever seen is it supposed to be johnny cash is that who or... oh, damn is it dewey it's dewey i don't know who that is but okay isn't that i think he was a famous singer you i'm not ja- cultured I, I'm jamie, jamie uh, i'll pull that up jamie get that going but anyways step brothers number one for me i don't think there's much more to say about that no, it's one. walk hard the dewey cox story walk hard is a is a uh What's his face? Jamie Foxx. That's my answer. I have no information. Uh, While young Jamie looks that up, you ready to go to your number one? Well, come on. This is this isn't this isn't important. Where this isn't. So please uh, make your comment. That's actually important. Step Brothers one. um, I always like uh, the the douchebag older brother that's played by Adam Scott. He he ended up in a bunch of stuff. Super funny. Um, That's such a quotable movie. Like, did you rub your balls on my drum set? Like, oh, oh, and then the the 
the caveat to that movie is that it's the movie that always comes on TV and it's like the movie that everybody quotes. So like in a way, it made me a little bit sick of it. I'll say that. Like yeah, I it's like a if you saturated? Yes. If you said, Oh, do you want to watch Step Brothers right now? I'd be like, No. That's okay. I guess that's like me with grown ups too. I remember the whole thing. I don't need to watch it now. That's the same way I feel about it. I'm not gonna say you're wrong about that. I think But that's what I was talking about earlier. Like I still respect what it is. Like Yes. I only very narrowly chose that in the sphere of, you know, Talladega like, Nights and Anchorman. It's like the office for me. It's like, okay, I, it, is there more, you know, like, are there like extended scenes? <laughs> is, it, is it a Marvel movie? Am I going to have to wait through the credits? And there is an extended version of that movie, which there's a couple of scenes. Absolutely hilarious. Yeah. I don't know if you guys have ever seen the extended version. Of I haven't it. even seen the whole movie. Just through. look it up on YouTube. Like if you're ever bored, I'm sure you can find Stepbrothers. Extended. I mean, yeah. going back to the drum set, though, I love the, the he's like, why are you sweaty? I was watching cops. Like, what the? Why the fuck is that? <laughs> does that make sense? Yeah. Bro, cops is canceled now. Oh, yeah, it's been canceled. Since, cops uh, was a bomb ass show, even though like. It's not that that 911 live or what what was that one? Oh, my PD, God. That, live PD, PD. that show isn't that good. It's live still PD okay. was staged as fuck. I watched it once. and I was like, oh, this shit is stage staged. And like, it's not bad. live. No, mm. never online. But uh, yeah. So uh, go ahead with your number, your number one. Okay. Did we get it right this time? Yeah. Oh. Number one funniest movie is uh, it's Die Hard. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you motherfucker. <laughs> All right. So this is the conspiracy theory about how Die Hard is a Christmas movie comedy. So um, if you look at the screenplay, it's page four. No, no, just kidding. It's Die Hard two. No, just kidding. Uh, um, Billy Madison. Oh. Ah, this, and this is, was in your list on episode one, right? Yeah, it had to have been because it, it's still here. Okay, you know, I, I bet like if I asked you guys, it'd be suspicious that I hadn't named an Adam Sandler movie yet. Ooh, yeah, I was gonna. Yeah. I was about to say like you haven't named fucking one yet. What's exactly. going on? Exactly. Like you guys got him. It's like all right, Chris. Like where is it, bro? <laughs> like so, I saw this movie when I was a kid. Um, and it was funny then, um, just cause I was a kid and like the humor is so stupid in that movie. And then like, but I still appreciate it because some people will tell you that like comedy has to be clever. No, it doesn't bro. That's like, if it's criminally stupid, I'm going to think like it's that's funny. better though. Well, I mean, for our sense of humor. Like, Absolutely. Like, and, and just look at pay money. will be, I mean, that's all you need. Exactly, bro. <laughs> Allah. I wasn't going to talk about that, but you already did. See, now that somebody's going to clip that, I'm going to go to jail. <laughs> Whatever, dude. We got, we'll got we lawyer up, okay? LCP coin is, is paying. All right. Well, up 47 points. So, and, and it's very, Billy Madison is very similar in it, to Step Brothers in the sense that, like, it's like this, like, it's an adult who, let's just say, let's say is slow. Let's just call it that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Politically correct. It's like that or like a 40-year-old virgin thing where it's like, here's like a mythically stupid like being where it's like, like, does this thing like really exist to this like comic degree? Probably not. But here's, a, you know, here's why it's funny in a movie. Well, we, yeah, they were president last year. Billy Madison was president? No, but somebody that was. Oh, yeah. That comedically just. Dumb. I get you. Oh, okay. 
Because you're asking if somebody like that exists. So here's the here's the, the political rundown of the Luke. <laughs> We're talking about Adam Sandler Austin. Okay, don't desecrate that circle. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Billy Madison. Okay, so. There's so many dumb bits. One, Adam Sandler is just a retard. Like, I like. So, <laughs> sorry to say, sorry we started to, off so good politically correct. Christian's like, I don't care anymore. Sorry to say, but that's what's going on. And um, he has to like go through school again. Okay, but he's so like he's so dense and stupid in this fucking movie, and just so many scenes where he's acting that way when they're on the bus to the 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 field trip, and like one kid's like. I dare you to grab uh, Mrs. Vaughn's boobs, okay? <laughs> and so he, he's, you know, he just kind of, what's the, what's the word? He hobbles up there, and he's like, hey, Mrs. Vaughn, oh, and he pretends to, like, trip over, and puts his hands right on her boobs, and it's like, come on, dude, how fucking, who does that Bro, shit? I was going to say, I think one of the things that I love Billy Madison the most about, uh, was kind of like the sex appeal from Mrs. Vaughn tied in with it all. Oh, she's yeah. She he chose a good. It definitely put like the the tutor uh or you know like I kind of like the teacher. Yeah, hot for the teacher, right? Hot's for the teacher. That was definitely put in my head by Billy Madison. And it kind of like fucked with me mentally. Like because I was like, I was Ms. like Richards. Well, if my teacher's hot and she's my tutor, she's naturally gonna give me a quiz. And if I pass that quiz, she'll be naked. So I got straight A's. The, this yeah, this is why George got straight A's and he was let down his entire time in school. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was. I was uh, every every step of the way, I was like, well, this it's it's fake. But, fake, but don't feel too bad. Yeah, because some people try it. And then get molested by the librarian. What? what? You know, like, I'm just saying stories of people that I know. Okay. It was me, okay? <laughs> it was Mr. Gwynn. <laughs> I'm friends with him on Facebook, bro. He's pretty cool. Oh, sorry, Tony. Shelby. <laughs> hey, bro, to- I, Tony was, I, I think that's like a baseball player. Tony Gwynn? Isn't he? It was, is a baseball player. Was he player. with the Padres? Yes. Yes. Okay. Sorry, Christian. We, we derailed this. No problems. I, a train is like like a train is cool when it's functional, but when it derails, you just want to fucking look. Okay, like hey, those people are dead. <laughs> so, Billy Madison, he's just childish when he's playing dodgeball with the kids. Here are these like third graders. He's playing dodgeball with them. He's just fucking throwing through them. Okay, like nailing these kids. They're crying. I have. Tell a, us, I have. A, I know what you're gonna I have say. a verse. What if one of those kids ends up being Ben Stiller in dodgeball? Or what if those kids is patches of hooligan? Oh my god! Wow, hey, the, Ben Zone. Were you gonna say that that was actually a real scene? He was trying to fucking drill those kids. Like, yeah. Was, oh, like I did not know ma- that. Parents were mad, bro. Like, parents were like, they didn't know that he was gonna go full force like that. But he he's was Adam like, Sandler. Who gives a fuck? He's like, it wouldn't be. F-. I think he literally went along the lines of saying, like, it wouldn't have been funny if I was hitting them soft. <laughs> Which is so <laughs> fuck fucking mentally ill, dude. And I didn't f- find that out till like earlier this year, and that's so hilarious that he was really hurting those kids. Okay? Yes. Yes. Um, there's this like okay one. He's an adult, and like he's like a playboy. He has like he's about to inherit like the rich families, all the, all their shit. And he's also an alcoholic, so he just like sits around the house and drinks and party. <laughs> when he gets stone drunk, 
he hallucinates and sees a giant penguin okay right and like (laughs) which is so dumb like who knows why it's funny but it fucking is the best part was he's all drunk he he stumbles up to you know mrs vaughn's house because they're like involved he stumbles in and he looks and she's there and the penguin's there next to her and he's and the the you know the penguin you know kind of raises the martini glass and he says oh so sorry to interrupt (laughs) (laughs) and he fucking and so he leaves oh my gosh another quick thing about billy madison that i loved and i did uh the pickles against the the window at mcdonald's it was like one of those just like dumb scenes where it was like how the hell did they come up with this but they took the pickles off their burger and they would smack them against the window and whichever one yeah and whichever one came down uh last is like the winner i feel like you and your dad would do some shit like that i did it at at a mcdonald's before like with a group of like old high school but buddies. i feel like your dad would be like hey check this out we Rocket did but so this is another fun thing Whoa, you, do. you cut off wait you were like we did butt and i was like uh, y'all did butt <laughs> we, well the butter CIA fucking butter is where i was going to the window if you have cloth napkins uh and then like the little table butter you could put the table butter in the middle of the cloth napkin and you could use it like as a trampoline to stick the butter <laughs> on the roof and i've done that a couple of times that's so it's, it's gotta be a cloth napkin though it can't be a paper Mm-mm, or else it'll rip it's got a really boing, 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 boing. No, did okay you like, did you like like militarize it we've messed up sometimes the roof's been too high and the butter will come up and the butter comes right back down it has like a, <laughs> and that's never a fun but time it's a fucking mortar shot so it's trajectory it just <laughs> goes three tables across right on a piece of bread perfectly can you imagine? Or that? it's like into somebody's drink and they just never know. Like, what the fuck? The fuck my that should have been in Billy Matt. Butter drink. A drink with the butter. <laughs> I don't remember if this was a quote, but was the pissing your pants is cool? Yes. Yeah. I wanted to talk about that scene. Okay. So they're at the field trip. It's one of those like, this is the cabin where uh, Abraham Lincoln churned butter. Like some stupid shit like that. And, uh, you know, which like it, it's playing on the joke that like, why, oh, you know, why, as elementary schoolers, how do you expect us to like go on these type? Because we've all been on that dumb type of field trip or some historical shit that we don't give a fuck about. It's like, like, I remember we went to Ely and yep. like the thing was that we were all excited about. It's like, hey, they're going to give us McDonald's. Oh, yeah. And they were like, we got to stay at a Motel 6 and we we're like, hey, bro, we all got our like our own rooms. Like not room. We shared it with like three other kids. Yeah. So yeah, you missed out, dude. You should have went to B. Priest. We we got fucking badass. I feel trips. jealous. That sounds dope. Ely. Yeah. It was As like a, a just, kid. Yeah, we would go up. It was it was in, it was yearly. This is yearly. Every, every year for the fourth grade. Fourth grade. And in fifth grade, we like science camp. Did Mount science camp, which was like mm. we don't have to miss Mount Charleston. That and, was three days. Oh yeah. Ely was two because you would leave. What if any kids died on one of those trips? <laughs> Came back one short. Ah, nobody cared about that kid. <laughs> well, uh, in Billy Madison, they they're on this lame ass field trip, and of course, like Billy Madison wants to be immature with his kid friends. Like that's like the mental level he's on. So, one, but but he's he's kind of a cool guy though. One of the kids, Billy, I think his name was, pisses his pants, and Billy notices. Wait, no, no, no. Billy's the 
Billy Madison. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's put, just him. He's just reliving Vietnam flashbacks. <laughs> yeah, bro. They, they were coming out of the trees. Hoshi Mandong. Piss your pants. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, one kid pisses his pants and Billy Madison notices. He's like, hey, what's wrong, buddy? And he's like, I peed my pants and I don't want to tell anybody because like, I don't want everybody to see. So what does Billy Madison do? He goes to the like water pump and puts some on his pants. And he says, look, everybody, I pissed my pants. Peeing your pants is cool. <laughs> <laughs> so he got all the kids to pee their pants. <laughs> Wait, they all just pissed themselves? Yeah. So the kid didn't feel bad. Then the old lady, like the boring like old lady that's decrepit uh, on the field trip, she comes up and says, if peeing your pants is cool, they'd call me Miles Davis. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Billy Madison goes, oh, my God, that's so gross. <laughs> I feel like that's just a classic, though. Yes. Okay. And there's, there's one other funny bit that I have to touch on, touch on sexually. At the end of the movie, he does this, like, decathlon. This, like, it's, like, it's like a Trivial Pursuit type thing. And, uh he's fighting the guy who's like either he's going to get the inheritance or Billy Madison is okay and his question is like describe the uh, effects of the industrial revolution so he goes on this tangent about a book he was read by the teacher the second grade teacher earlier in the movie who read him the book the puppy who lost his way <laughs> and he looked out and didn't know what to say he was about to choke and he saw her in the audience and he starts talking about the puppy who lost his way answering about the industrial revolution oh my god so it time skips like who knows 30 45 minutes who fucking knows how long he went on and he's like the puppy didn't lose his way when he was found the puppy was society but it was actually a revolution <laughs> like, <laughs> and then he looks and there's dead silence and he goes he's tied football rules and <laughs> and they all cheer Oh my god! It like, was a standing up. Yeah, and then the like a, the uh, like like uh, referee like announcer guy goes, "We're all dumber for having sat through that. You were awarded no points, and may God have mercy on your soul." <laughs> and so Billy Madison goes, "A, a simple no would have been fine." <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, and Steve Buscemi saves him by sniping a guy. <laughs> I always, uh, my first childhood impression of Steve Buscemi was seeing him. We had like the hit list of the guys. I don't know why he was even mad. Yeah. And he's, I think it was just people who wronged him. Yeah. And Billy Madison was on it, but Billy called him and like, was like, Hey bro, I'm sorry. Or whatever he said. I think he was like, I'm sorry. Like BP oil spill. Sorry. So he crosses Billy Madison's name off his hit list and he's sitting in like a hammock or in a bed. He's laying back and he's trying to lift. And somebody to love by Queen is playing, and that was I'm like, and I didn't understand like the like I guess queer side of what was going on because I was a kid. I'm just like that guy's funny, <laughs> bro. Literally, those like the, those are the scenes. You're a kid and you're just like, what fuck is going on here? But I guess it's funny. He saves the day. Yeah. Oh, I'm glad that Billy made up with him. Hat that little thing. Hats off! What a great great movie. That's why it's my top. All right, well, uh, I'll go into my number one, and I'll kind of jump into a, a listener's number one because they put it in here. I'm tied with Franny with Borat. Ooh. Okay, yeah. Borat is just, I don't know, man. That shit's just fucking funny. 
I think it's funnier because I watched it at such a young age with my dad and he like willingly let me watch it. And same thing with you, right? Mm-hmm. Because they were just like, oh, this is cool. Like, oh, it's a documentary about this guy and he's going to learn culture. Yeah, Educational, like, bro. I think uh, you, I was telling Chris a little bit this beforehand and that's why I think we got to watch the Eric Andre movie. Yeah, we were, we're probably into that next week. Eric Andre's movie, I was telling Chris, kind of like reverse Borat. <laughs> and I'll, I'll let your mind wander. I as think to I what understand because uh, I've, heard, I've heard a little bit because uh, my dad thinks he's hip with Eric Andre because uh, Eric Andre used to write for Howard Stern. That's all my dad listens to. Oh, perfect. Mm-hmm. Right. He was like, yeah, Eric Andre. Fucking <laughs> TikTok. <laughs> like, all right, old man. Borat, though. Like, I'll, I'll, so, since we're talking about Franny, I'll go with this one because it's such a great quote. And he's talk- he says, uh, he qu- Franny's saying he quotes this every day, this movie. But he says one of his favorites is when he, Borat goes, I got an iPod, my neighbor get an iPod mini. Everybody know it for girls. <laughs> because <laughs> his neighbor's always just like ah, I got that too I think it's so funny though like the elevator scene he was like oh we was very nice I said, no sir the Christian said I'm not gonna fucking settle for a, a smaller room he tries to spit shake and, and bargain with the guy about the room price he's, the dude's like yeah. and that's gonna be 125 and he's like well we'll call it 6 and spits in his hand and tries to shake his he's hand he's like uh, 125 oh, 125 I also like when he fucks up that like antique shop and he's like my friend he make a glue (laughs) 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 he's like you're gonna have to pay for this and he was like what's all the money we he's like just go just go little do we know it's the most expensive scene in all of Borat yeah (laughs) probably shit I guess yeah I want to know if like Sasha Baron Cohen goes home and he was just like I'm a fucking genius Or if he's just like, like if he's like, damn, I really fucked up that dude's like life. And I gave him $60. He paid him for it. I bet he paid him. I bet he compensated him more than what it was. You would think. But then like that one dude who sold him the, who tried to, who sold him the ice cream truck came back and was like, oh, I didn't. He goes, this thing I have pussy man. <laughs> yeah. Hidden cam. Hidden cam. Hidden cam. And also like, I, I also love because Borat 2 went there. They didn't hold it back. But like, that's a movie that we canceled. He was like, is this good oh, for running for over sure. uh, Jews? And he's like, you're like, Dude. oh, he said that shit. Favorite scene, though. Uh, I have so many I could go into. I know you guys have some, too. But funny scene is when they're fighting in the ice cream truck and the ice cream truck starts playing the music. <laughs> and they pull up and the kids are like running up into the fucking bear. Like, out the <laughs> fucking window. Because they had a bear for protection because they oh couldn't buy God. a fucking gun. But like when they go to get the bear, he's like, what kind of dog is this? It's a tortoise. <laughs> I, I don't. It's 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 almost like what you said. Like, uh, is there anybody like actually this stupid? Exactly. And like these people just have to take it at face value because they don't know it's a fucking movie, right? And I think that's why he had to wear so many disguises this time is because like people know Borat now. Uh huh. <laughs> We're talking about Borat One. Borat One's yeah. your number one. Yeah, Borat One. But I mean, like, I of course Borat Two is great, but like. It was just, it's just the merit of being more original because it's the first one. Yeah. That's pretty much what makes it better, you know? So. Also, when they're fucking fighting naked and they run through the fucking banquet. Yeah. And like, Sasha Baron Cohen gets the fucking shit of a neck. Just fucking, the dude grips the fuck out of him. Now, I have always wondered about films like this because you have to, like, people that are on camera and they get, like, absolutely like flame like they have to sign something yeah, that says do. like hey, and that's why that guy tried to sue him 
we're filming. We're gonna like <laughs> we're gonna <laughs> use this. Hold on, I have to point something out, bro. What? I'm so sorry to cut you off, but I looked at you, and you look like my custom CJ from San Andreas, bro. <laughs> with completely buff with a chain and with the that's fucking awesome. it has he has an australian like pimp hat you can get <laughs> and i'm like bro george is my cj I'm cj wow after, after i spent an entire day with him at the gym just fucking, i gotta get him buff uh franny just said though he was like is this a cat in a hat oh my <laughs> I also love, like, at the very beginning, because I remember we watched this w- with our episode, we re- and we showed your friend Lonnie, and he had never seen it, and he was sitting there like, what the fuck is this? And there were scenes I forgot, like, when he goes to, like, the feminist group. Oh, my God. And he, what, he says some, like, the smile ig- pussy guy. <laughs> he says some real ignorant shit in that movie. The dinner party. And then he invites, like, the hooker over. <laughs> he tries to shit in a bag, doesn't he? He shits in the bag and then he brings it out. He's like, what would you like me to do? Oh my God. He goes, it's very nice you keep a retard in the house. Because the dude's like, I'm retired. He goes, it's very nice you keep him in the house. That's the shit, bro. Those, and like, it's like those people agreed to be like, yeah, no, we'll be in the movie. Like, yeah, I'll show you how to wipe your ass. But can we, can we not forget about when he goes to the rodeo and he hypes the guy? He's like, may George Bush drink the blood of every man, woman, and child in Afghanistan. <laughs> I will sing you the Kazakhstan national anthem, and they fucking boo him out. They were I, I've never seen a more uh, and, and like Chris said, like what do you call it? He was the most character. The most character. It was like a. It's like here's like the. He's like the straw man of like the evil immigrant, but like real, yeah. real life. Yeah, well, I, you were just mentioning like character out of actor. all. Yeah, yeah, character actor, and it, 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 he. You you got to see it in that scene especially because he hypes everyone the fuck up it's such a quick flip and like i think that's the thing that i love the most about like hidden cam movies and everything is just like the the quickness the improvisation and like you have to be on the ball because you're not going to get another shot to do this so seeing that and knowing like that's a one taker a lot of it's a one taker and they pulled it like or like when he's in what is it, in Chicago and he was like, what's up, vanilla face? We need someone to fuck our black asses up for the night. And they call the cops on him and he's like, I want to be clear. We are pimps, not hoes. <laughs> you, you and I would, would quote bang, bang, a ski, ski every day, bro. <laughs> Fucking P.E. That's a, like Borat and Longest Shard were like the only things we knew like that were in our vocabulary in eighth grade. Yeah. And that that's exactly like the way it should have been, bro. Like that, like, like think about it. How do we been oversaturated by the Netflix and the Hulu and just content, content, content? Like we would live with these movies for years because that's the only fucking thing we had, and we just replayed them nonstop. And I think that's why a lot of those, like Step Brothers for me, Billy Madison for you, Borat for you, like those are movies that we had no other option except for just delving into. Yeah. Like every aspect, we ha- I still have our old family computer. Uh, there's some uh, there's some adult content on. I just discovered, it and I was like, "Yo, this ain't oh, oh, it's not yours. Oh, that's kind of <laughs> nasty. It's still interesting. <laughs> yeah, can you show me that when we get home? Uh, I got but, a jump drive. But one like one of the only movies that was on there that was Borat. Oh my so god! So I watch it all the time on the computer. But yeah, man. I mean, like, I feel like there's just so many like quotable things in that like when he's trying to run across the fucking street 
or run like with the street. <laughs> you take like, the shit in front of Trump Tower. Yeah. And like, and you're like, oh shit, damn the foreshadowing. Yeah. <laughs> but like, or like he tries to, like, it's only with the super masculine guys that he tries to kiss. Or like the, the guy who's teaching him how to drive, he goes, you're my friend. He goes, yeah, I'm your friend. He's like, I like you. You like me? He goes, uh, yeah, I, I like, like you too. Okay, just keep your eyes on the road. <laughs> Some people were very patient with him. I'll say that. Like that guy. Ex- absolutely. Yeah, he pulls out the fucking alcohol. And he's like, wait, there's a woman driving. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Those, you need those people to make those, that film. Like You need those people to buy in. You know, Because if you have too many scenes where it's just showing the negatives, I could see where it's like, oh, this is not tasteful. And to kind of go into Borat too, what I like about that one is like, he just, he shits on the left and the right. All over the place. Yeah, he's just like, everybody gets shit on. There ain't no holds bar on that one, bro. <laughs> Mr. Chevrolet. <laughs> Johnny Chevrolet. <laughs> uh, yeah. I feel like that one was just a little more, script. well, it had to be a little more scripted. I think mm-hmm. one of the only scripted scenes, one of the few in, uh, Borat. The first one is when he goes back to the, the prostitute house because she's a legit median. Yeah. And then Pamela Anderson. Yes. Yeah. And I remember I, I think I told this story a lot. She got injured because they tried to shoot it once and a dude like tackled him and like fucking hurt her. Oh, like shit. she like broke a bone. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I think she like broke a rib or something. Or Pam. I thought that That's shit the was expensive. I thought scene. that now shit you had was to pay for that. Yeah. I thought that shit was real until I saw I read that. I was like. I went my whole life thinking that he really just tried to fucking kidnap Pamela Anderson. And I, I feel like I could equate that now. You would have sent Sacha Vericoa to fucking Guantanamo Bay, bro. Oh, my God. <laughs> that was the case. But I feel like a perfect equation of that now is like if Belle Delphi was doing shit like that and somebody did it, all the simps would just... <laughs> <laughs> They would only get like 15 feet and they'd be like, anybody got some chips ahoy? I'd be like, what do you mean? You need to buy your deodorant for the Smash tournament. No, I'm going to get chips ahoy. I'd rather have a uh action figures <laughs> uh so i think this is a great list and we have some people who have commented theirs so i think we can jump to that uh your student i, I feel real bad i forgot his name Joseph. he put Joseph. uh he put kung fu hustle he loves that movie that bro. movie oh, yeah. super so the, funny the cool thing about that movie is it's, it's a legit like film from like the 40s or the 50s it's like a super old film and they just it's so good like with the cgi that it's like 90 percent of it's just him cgi Mm. yes yes i see i haven't seen it out like other than the clips that he showed me but like all the clips he showed me i'm like dang this is a pretty good movie yeah actually i think that's the wrong movie i've seen this movie though but like it's a it's a fucking funny movie i think janelli was trying to tell me uh bench warmers oh okay. another good is that, I, yeah. is that I the one with it. uh david spade david spade uh, uh the dude from napoleon dynamite where he's like afraid of the sun what the heck's his name i forgot his name but uh yes yes yeah David Spade's afraid of the of, of is the that sun. the hot potato one where you just sit there and fucking just lets it cook in his yeah. hand yeah 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 no great I think that's one of the best uh sport like young sport movie yeah. uh like things that I was able to connect with a lot fucking love Benchwarmer that was a good bring up very good uh oh Rob Schneider's in it too just mm-hmm. reminded Rob Schneider I feel bad because that's like a really big movie about the re they just they don't hold back on that one uh-uh. yeah. I think it's less it about the Riri's and it's more about uh, like just immature America. Is that the one where he's like, I'm 12? Yes. And he has, it's like your age? Yes. Yes. I, like your facial hair and everything. You go, it's like a $20 bill. I, he's 12. Oh, 
Oh, it's very much similar to me in like Grown Ups in a sense. That movie, Benchwarmers. Yeah. Yeah, I tied those two together. Uh, fuck. Well, what? I feel like that guy's the I'm going to Hollywood guy. Like, no, 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 no. I'll show you the clip of that so I'll that way you can it. see it. Yeah. I'll have to see it. Uh, Sammy Sprinkler. Is that the, is that the name of the Sammy guy? Sprinkler. <laughs> or it's like a, the Sammy the Sprinkler was like the, the black kid or something that like always, always, every time he would talk, he was just spitting out like this and he, he ended up being, he ended up being the announcer, I believe. <laughs> so it's like I, it that, the irony, right? He just fucks it up. But, uh, man. I don't know why I'm. I, I think I'm thinking of it because I'm the I'm 12. Mm-hmm. But there's that guy on TikTok who's just like he's like, you ever see a tree fall down two times? Yes. Forget bro. about it. Forget about. It. <laughs> do, do, have you ever seen a car do anything more than drive? Forget about. Like the, the big ca- philosophy. The, it's like when uh, Hispanics trying to make like sayings um, in English. Sayings in English, yeah. Oh, Janelle's talking about the sand, but the Sandlot's like a feel-good movie. Yes, I would say not a funny. For for example, I would almost put Adventureland on this movie, but like it's almost like a better like drama. It's almost more of a drama than it is. Is a that comedy. the one with the uh, Fishmouth Stewart? Yeah, Kristen Stewart. Well, I never heard the joke. I just knew Stewart because Kristen Stewart is in that. Edward. Okay, look, look, Austin. He, he, here's a tangent. Okay. Oh, here we go. It, uh, hey, stop! Shut Broke the fuck the up. microphone. Kristen Stewart, when she was in Twilight and I was like in middle school, I'm like, she's so annoying. I hate her. Okay. But you know, she's like, she's kind of attractive. Okay. It's seeing her in like in American Ultra, uh, Adventureland. That's all I've seen her in. <laughs> but anyways, <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's <dude>. it. <laughs> so Franny's telling me one of the best memories he has with his grandma is when she took him to go see 40 year old virgin. Okay. Um, yeah classic that that almost made the list for me i like how uh because that's paul rudd right no that's ben no no no, that's steve crow steve yeah N- no as the main but isn't paul, rudd paul in rudd's it? in it too i believe yeah he is he's, he's like, at the is electronics he the de- store. is he the depressed one or is, is seth rogan depressed like, i think it's paul rudd's trying to get over like his girlfriend yeah yeah it's always like you remember this ass and he's like <laughs> at like the like the store and he has like the camera on all the monitors and he puts it at it and seth rogan's like hey man let's like, fucking do that <laughs> Classic stuff, man. My well, dad, I'm glad. I'm glad we're yeah. getting a lot of YouTube present. Yeah, right. hell yeah. We brother. appreciate you guys. Thank you so much. Yeah, we. I mean, we always say we're we're very appreciative of our of our audience because they haven't fucking canceled us yet. Yeah, yeah, they could come with pitchforks, and I don't know. Some of them could know how to make bombs. <laughs> like we live in America, dude. Like just who, watch Murder Among the Mormons, and you'll find out. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Just take just take a pipe bomb. You can buy it at Home Depot. And just wrap nails around it. Oh my god! Hey, hey, this is it's satire, guys. Bye, LCP. LCPC. LCP. LCPC. Yeah, yeah. Lukewarm Cinema Podcast coin. Luke. Yeah, yeah. LCPC ticker symbol. Uh. LCPC. Ampersand. No, 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 no. Dash dash. I feel like it should be something stupid, like. Ticker symbol like uh, Wu Tang sign or something. Four twenty, <laughs> like a shitty gamer tag. <laughs> Lowercase s- x capital X underscore vagina slayer. <laughs> you know. Well, everybody, it's, well, it's wait, hold, hold oh, on, yeah, wait, wait, please. We got George's number number one. No, no, I had yeah, step brothers. Yeah, you had step oh, yeah, brothers you first. Sorry, I felt like it was so long ago. I feel it, bro. I, I forgot the rotation. Oh. We're, we're at two hours. I got a leak. 
Wow, the longest episode ever. Well, we're almost we're almost done. You can you can, hold, you can hold it. So, anyways, let me That's talk it? to you about my long-winded podcast. <laughs> I'm starting. Uh, yeah. You guys know where to find us. Luke Warp Cinema Podcast, <laughs> Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, TikTok, Instagram. We're actually, we just spent all, a lot of our time today doing hella content creation for you guys. We're, we're finding the funny parts of clips. You guys don't have to watch six hours of us bullshitting. Yeah. We have a new merch store. Check it out. It's in the comments, guys. It's going to be in the show notes. Yeah, dude. That's, they look fly. They look fly. We yeah, haven't gotten ours yet. I had so to wait. cop. Their last batch of t-shirts, I didn't buy one, but this one was cop. Was, George is the only one that, that actually cares. This is a must cop. Less cop. We also have more accessories. You can buy a sticker and then slap it on like a Republican structure. But I don't know. We got cock rings. <laughs> <laughs> I was just kidding. Not yet. Not yet. In the work. But uh, we appreciate you guys watching. We appreciate you guys listening. And until next time, everybody. Jinkwee. Jinkwee. Jinkwee.